don't tea, no shade. L and J, what type of tea they serving? Is it Lipton? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start the clicking. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Uh, make you wanna join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping eight one trade. Uh, it's all tea, no shade. All tea, no shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up? What up? What up? Welcome to all tea, no shade. We are serving tea without the shade, like we always motherfucking do. So pull up a seat and let's start this sip set. Sorry, cause you got cursed a little bit, and that's totally fine. Okay, he cursed a lot, bit. Don't let him lie to you. <laughs> Sippers, y'all, we have a special, special guest on this week's episode of All Tea No Shade. We are excited to have her here. Yes, uh, I know some of y'all might not know who her, who she is, but when we get into the interview portion, boy, y'all gonna be like, what? What? Say what's up to the to the sippers, Clay. What's good, sippers? How's everybody? We're doing pretty good. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. It's going to be another long ass week. Indeed. Where every day seems like the same That's day. Awesome. <laughs> it's just a rabbit hole for me. It's like every day feels exactly identical to the yeah, day before. I sometimes forget what month we're in because mm-hmm. it all seems the same. Everything's running together at this right. point. I just work Especially every day. Are you also working from home? At one point, I was with Duke Energy as well, so mm-hmm. still, still work from home. from home. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, you like it? I do. I yeah, love I it, never actually. liked it. I never liked it. You don't like working, but you like to be. You like to be really social. Yeah, I'm such a Are social. Are you more person. introverted? I'm extremely introverted. Okay, so really, this that is life for me. Wow. You're living your very best life, very 2020. Best life. I know so many introverts who said that. Like, oh, nothing's changed for me. This has been good. That's awesome. For me, yeah. I'm like my whole world is crumbling. <laughs> like I need some help. Deaf. I know. Yeah. No, my best friend's like that. My best friend's like, I get to stay in my house every day. She's like, I haven't left my house in a month. Literally have not left these walls. And I could not be happier. And I was Mm. like, oh, okay. It's like it happens and you don't even realize. You don't even think about that you haven't left the house in 30 days. Really, she had to be like, I had to really think about the last time I left. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it was when I took the kid to the vet. So I literally was feeling depressed, like, back in, like, a maybe may or june when mm. everything was still shut down yeah like even the beaches were closed mm-hmm. i'm just like my, like, my life is, is life? over what is like <laughs> what's happening right now so all right yeah how was your week my week has been pretty good um honestly like i said it's been a rabbit hole because now i've like work i work saturdays as well sundays is really the only day that i actually take off mm-hmm. and so every day it's like you get up you work you work out you do something and then you just go back to bed i mean because you can't really go out now you're not partying now you know what i mean like yeah there's no real entertainment value happening outside of have you netflix did you um you posted a video the other day talking about you need to find your find your skating crew are you still skating I am, but unfortunately, Florida has been hit with the tsunami season. <laughs> right? Yeah. Not necessarily that time, tsunami, that time but of the it's year. that time of the season. year. It's hurricane season. It's tropical storms. And so, solidly, for the, like, the last two weeks, unless you um, were skating, you know, bet- before 2 o'clock, you can't, right? After 2, it's been raining every single afternoon. Mm. And so, I literally just have not even had the ability to... Go to go out and appreciate it. So I've been grumpy. I'll be sure. watching. I'll be watching those videos. You see those videos of people skating and mm-hmm. they dancing and doing and all this shit. I'm like, so happy. They're so happy. I know. It's so much fun. I can't expect. First of all, go with the little buzz. <laughs> 
And it By is. By bud, she means alcohol sippers. That's what we're talking about. Absolutely. Get yourself a little sip, sip, sip. <laughs> hey. And literally it is the best freaking time it's a party by yourself you know because you have your music with your you know i used to be such a great skater man it, i remember in, in the 90s that going to the skating ring was a thing mm-hmm. to do where i grew up. I grew, up I grew up in the country okay and it wasn't a whole lot of things you could do so the skating ring was like the place to go my mama can you drop me off at the skating ring we would go there and we would just dance and skate all night long i could back i could backwards skate but they had like limbo. I could, I would do limbo, and it was fun. Yes. Fine. Well, I'm fine, I was trying, so I just got. I always did the inline skates, which are the oh, skates in the yeah, line, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. gets you fast. You go fast, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah. I just got quads, and I've only like done quads or like roller skating rings. Mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to like learn how to like be cute on there. You know, <laughs> like I'm trying to learn how to do the little backwards, do all the little dance moves. But y'all, I regularly bust my ass. I was regularly. About to say, yeah. That's never been my testimony. And- <laughs> <laughs> Be on the ground. You know? It's definitely a balanced thing. I figured. I remember. Uh, but I'm also doing the most. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I didn't know how to. I had never ice skated until I moved to Florida, which is weird. Like so I'm from bizarre. going from Virginia, which is super cold in the wintertime. But I never ice skated until I came here. And I came here, and I was like, "Yo, this is I'm busting my ass so many times. I'm holding onto the side the whole time, like just trying to learn how to do it." But roller skating is fun. But it's cool. It's fun, and when you finally get into like a groove. It's undefeated because you're yeah. literally floating. Like you're literally floating. You know what I mean? And the wind. So even if it's super it's hot, like a very freeing experience. Yeah, yes. even when it's hot, the wind yeah. is hitting you. My problem is always stopping. You know, what I, mean? I can get going. Yeah, but I gotta stop. So it's like, do I? But I see, gotta when slide you're, when and you're stop. outside, it's a little bit different because uh-huh. the it's easier to stop. Obviously, when you're in a roller ring, yeah. that wax floor, yeah, you be flipping and sliding and going. But outside, you know, the floor is a little bit harsher. And so sometimes it's hard to actually keep going versus stopping. Kalia, how's your week been? My week has been a week. It was a blur. I don't know one day from the other. Right. Rather um, whole. <laughs> I had to just look up and be like, oh, yay, it's Friday. <laughs> mm. That was the gist of my week. It was a lot. Work and rain oh, every, so day. So every day, every day, every day. I don't watch um, the weather anymore. I don't watch news anymore. Right. And so I never know what the weather is. Me and either. so like this past week, I was like, hey, Ken, my friend Ken, let's go play tennis. He was like, Jay, <laughs> it's pouring down outside and it's not stopping until Wednesday. I'm like, what? <laughs> Like, what's happening? Why? And I go and look. Oh, it's a hurricane out in the Gulf. You know, but yeah. Apparently, there's been so many hurricanes that, you know, there's like a, they always create a list of names for hurricanes every Mm. year. Are they running out of names now? We're down to our last name. Already? And they've had, like, the name is normally, how many many letters in the alphabet? 27 or 26? Something like that. Somewhere in that range. You're asking people who graduated a long time ago. Yeah, I think it's 27, but they they do a name for each each letter Mm -hmm. in the alphabet. So they're down to X, Y, Z. They may as well just recycle them. We're not yeah, going to remember no what you called cares. a hurricane in 2000. So mm-hmm. no, no, if it's not Irma, <laughs> if it's yeah. not, if it's not um, Katrina, that hoe, if it ain't um, somebody uh, was making fun of Florida because, oh, y'all get all these damn hurricanes. I ain't going to move Florida. Yeah, hurricane. I was like, bro, you live in, in like. Uh, it was somewhere where they got tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, I can't you, deal. you just had the biggest ass tornado 
I've ever seen. Right. I like I'd rather deal with a hurricane that we don't even get that much really on the Tampa side. Right. Than than but a that tornado. You can prepare for like that's the thing yeah. about hurricanes. It doesn't just like all of a sudden pop up out of nowhere. You know yeah. it's coming. You know, yeah. like we know it's coming. We can prepare. A tornado. Oh, you... they gives a siren. <laughs> a siren. It's here. <laughs> it's here. You better. Yo, you got five minutes to oh, get into man. a shelter. The tornadoes are like that ignorant guest that just be popping up at your house mm-hmm. unannounced. Like if you don't take your ass somewhere else. Yeah. So yeah, my week has been. Uh, I went to Amateur Works this past mm. uh, Friday. Oh, so they're open. They're open. Got they're it. open, and there was way more people out there than I expected. And they were they were kind of doing so like um, Ember the rooftop bar. Mm-hmm. They were doing social distancing. They were allowing a certain amount of people up there, which was cool. But like out on the 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 grounds mm-hmm. were a lot of people. Because it's just there. open air. Open it's like air. how do you how do you yeah. How do you monitor that? You can't. You just you can't. You, you just got to hope those people practice it themselves. But it was way more people out there. But it was good to kind of see it, even though we're in the midst of a pandemic. It was still kind of good to see people kind of trying to get back to mm-hmm. a normal life because mm-hmm. being quarantined and isolating yourself is probably not sustainable. It's not. You know. And so, so yeah. But my week's been good. That's pretty much all I did. I haven't done too much else. I was hurt and banged up. I had a bicycle accident. Oh no! Uh, t- two weeks ago, and I just started being able to work out again. Man, so. you guys are like rollerblading and bicycling, and I'm doing nothing with my life. Girl, <laughs> we also need to get out. Yes. <laughs> and you are introverted. You are. You are. You Indeed. are winning. We are not. We're dying. We also I, have kids too. Though. Yeah, so I do. I mean, we've jobs. been like trying to do stuff. You know, yeah. I try to get them out of the house because. 13 and 15, they don't understand anything about quarantine. Isolation, what? Can we go to the mall? Right. Like, no. I'm still trying to, like, entertain them and keep them, keep their spirits up and get them out of the house every now and then. So I do get to get out some, but it's like, if I don't have to... Man, you got got teenagers, teenagers. We will find out by an interview portion, but that's cool. All right. (laughs) All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into listener shout-out. Listen, shout out. We're going to skip it this week because I don't have no one to shout out. Okay, well, let's just tell us how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, don't feel no type of way about don't that. Don't feel no way. Y'all want to be shouted out on RT, motherfucking shade. The few ways you can do that. You can interact with us on our social media platform, Instagram. Holler at your boy on TikTok for sure. Because TikTok is blowing up. And you know TikTok is here to stay. They closed it on Saturday. No, they're saying they closed it on no, Saturday, right? They made a deal yesterday. Oh, So they are the here deal? to stay. Uh, they agreed that... Uh, Oracle and Walmart will be the place for the U.S. servers to have cloud service to go to. And so um, Donald Trump is okay with that deal. So he's okay (laughs) not to ban them. So TikTok is here to... First of all, how how many shares he got in Oracle and how many shares... Exactly. Like, I hate it. I hate it so It was all a political game. The fact is, I told people this a long time ago, those rich white men ain't gonna let that money fall off the table. Absolutely not. So they they were gonna let... They they will find a way to make it work in their favor. So TikTok is here. You know what's interesting, though? as, As much as we say that, the reason why I thought it was gonna happen because if you go to China, like, you can't go to Facebook... Yeah. It's like China has deaded. Facebook has deaded everything outside of China's networks. Yeah. If you have a. But they also have that. What's that? They have a. Um, a dictatorship? Dictatorship. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they have way more things they can do. I mean, we low key heading that way right if, now. If he get reelected, he might. So. Let me tell y'all. All right. Sheesh. Let's go ahead and move into our next segment, which is Who Am I? Who am I? Oh. Who am I? 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 Who
All right, let me give you the rules real quick. Mm -hmm. So who am I? I'm going to talk about something in pop culture, and you just have to give me the name of the people. Which I probably won't know. Who I'm talking about, but let's continue. I will know them. I will spank your ass. He's super competitive, but he's also been losing. I lost last week. (laughs) We can talk about that. Okay, okay. That's how you feel. There's only one rule. The rule, first rule, the only rule is that I have to finish my first clue before you can give out the you name. You heard that rule? He clearly, you, I'm the one that struggled. You asked the right person. I feel as that, like I, I caught that vibe. Yes. But you have an issue with that? Yes. You, don't, you don't know me. You don't know, me. <laughs> you don't know my struggle. <laughs> you don't know my life. All right, guys, let's get into the very first one. Mm-hmm. All right, so this one you can. It can either be. Either one. There's two celebrities in this bad boy. Hmm. All right. So this famous comedian reacted, explained how this other famous R&B singer reacted to his decision to walk away from fame. Dave Chappelle? Yes. Uh, I was like, this is so easy. Good, if y'all don't. If y'all don't. Yes. Good guess. I was thinking about hip hop, though. I wasn't even thinking about. That's a comedian. I know. I was somewhere else having a break. All right, so Dave Chappelle has recently come out and said how Prince reacted to his decision to leave the Chappelle show. Mm. And he pretty much indicated, he said, when I left, Prince was only was one of the only people who fully understood why I left. Mm-hmm. And he was like, mm-hmm. it was to the point that I didn't even have to explain it. Mm-hmm. Prince didn't ask me a question. He just said, I did what was right and that it was important to be free. Mm. Yeah, hmm. I saw it. Uh, wasn't even a quote. It was a video Dave Chappelle was talking about, again, why he left. And mm-hmm. he was talking about how these doctors, he watched a documentary, how these, um, these, um, this tribe in Africa somewhere, how they would trap the monkeys when they were, when there was no water to be found. Mm. They were in, a, they had to figure out how to get water. So they would capture these monkeys, keep them in captivity for a while. And because, oh, I, they would dig a hole, put salt in the hole. Mm-hmm. Right, and the monkeys would stick their hand in there to grab the salt, and the hand will will swell up, mm-hmm. and they would not like not let go of the salt. They so like the salt, so they're stuck. So the, then the tribe men would come capture the monkey, take them back to their place, keep them in captivity, and then let them go. Right, and then the monkey would go to where the water water was, because they needed water, and they would follow them to oh, that. Wow. And Dave said, Dave Spell said, "Look, I was just smart enough to let go of the salt." He uh, said, because I didn't want to just keep, I didn't want to get caught. I didn't want to be stuck. He said, so I let go of the salt so that I could survive. Right. Sheesh. You know? So, what an analogy. Yeah. Okay. Let go of the salt. Let, let go, go of the, the salt, salt, baby. Let me tell you. you know, <laughs> I feel like that needs to be on like every Vegas, like every yeah. Vegas, because let go of the salt. If you're winning, like if the odds are stacked against you, get out. Like, get money out. Come, at the end of the day, I mean, money, money helps, right? Mm. But money ain't everything. And he also at that point had made so much money. And it's like, we act like he wasn't, he didn't, like his earning potential completely died by him stepping away. He came back with another $50 million deal for for Netflix. But do you think? I think it took it in a while because he was out for a while. I think it was his choice. I think it was his choice. Do y'all think that a a little bit that he brought on the struggles he had with the show on himself based on like the skits he was doing? Because he said that they wanted him to push further and further with certain skits that he he got uncomfortable with with doing, yeah. And like at some point, like we laugh at it, you know, like all the like nigga this nigga that yeah. and all the skits he's doing because it was funny. But he kind of put it on himself, right? I don't 
don't know that he necessarily put it on himself because I feel like the skits that he was doing were relative to mm. our culture. Like, True. we get it. Yeah. But when you start trying to push me over the edge to where I'm now disrespecting my own culture, mm. now I have a problem with yeah, it. Yeah. So I think that yeah. was the that was the thin the line. line. Yeah. The line. Yeah. They were pushing him outside of his boundary, outside of his cultural comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. And his response was either to like let them do that. Or to not, you know? And I respect that he decided Absolutely. to not. Absolutely. I think the popular thing to do is to go ahead and sell out, mm, you yes, know? And yes. he was just like, eh, I don't really I'm care to be popular that. for that. Yeah. I don't want to be known for doing that. Yeah. And when you like listen to Chappelle, especially, I feel like his more recent, um, like, stand-up, he is clearly a deep thinker. Like, he yeah. clearly is an over-analyzer, somebody Indeed. who, like... You know, actions mean things. Words mean things to him. I wonder yeah. what his sign is. I know. I know. Right? Let's find that out. Because, like, I, I can see. Like, if he, he was somebody who just lived fast mm-hmm. and just went about it. Like, I, could, I couldn't see him walking away. But now, having seen him, he's somebody who sits with things. So, you Definitely. know, every time, every episode, everything is something he was sitting with, which obviously if they were pushing him against what he felt comfortable with, he had to sit in that uncomfortability. His birthday is August 24th. What, so he's a Leo? Is that? is that a Leo? I hmm. think so. Are or at sure? the cusp of Leo. I know. The 18th is a Leo. Um, I don't know. I don't know the signs by heart like that. Me neither. But all right, so she got one. She got one so far. <laughs> all right, guys, let's go ahead and move into the second one. All right. She guessed that pretty quick though. She did. I she did. did that. I did. She did that. All right. So this basketball player's son mm. is getting dragged on Twitter for more than one reason, actually. Um, but one of them is being um, getting hit on the head by a, a, a white woman, and the other is being caught smoking. Hmm. Magic Johnson? No. Son? Um, we need to know the, the NBA player or the I'll son? Take the, I'll take the NBA player. Ma- NBA player's son. He's an MVP. They, uh, Dwayne Wade? No. Ooh. Yeah, see, we're we're going into a territory where the I'm, girl, you know. Let me tell you when I, I hey, say hey, you know. Hey, 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 all these extra do? hints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I was just letting hey. her know she know. Huh. Huh. Let's um, see, but see, you have to think about. Don't be Googling over there, Khalid. Listen, uh-uh. listen. Uh-uh. You have kids that are old enough <laughs> to even be. They say he replaced Kobe. in the press. He would play no Replace more Kobe. LeBron James. Yes. Hey. And he's in the in the news for that. His so son. His, his son is in the, is news, in for the news for getting caught smoking weed. Ah, uh, okay. On Twitter. Yeah. So Twitter found a, a video of him smoking. Mm. Hey, you know, LeBron, LeBron's been really good because he is the most unproblematic person yeah. ever. You, you don't hear anything I negative. Actually like, I like LeBron way more for what he does off the court than he, do, than he does on the court, yeah. right. personally. You never hear anything about his family. You never hear anything about him. And so this is the first time you've ever heard anything necessarily negative, which I don't know if you consider this negative, right? Not <laughs> at all. Um, oh, but on. the more concerning is, so there was another video of LeBron and there's a white chick who like, you can tell is the same age as him. They might be dating and she's playing that bop it game, but she's playing it with his head. Mm. Interesting. I yes. don't know what bop it game is. Where it's like bop it, shake it, move it, 
Yeah, um, it's like a little handheld kids yeah. game, pretty uh, much. And so it's like one of those TikToks where somebody's screaming those out. So you have to be able to respond to the commands quickly, quickly, uh, or else doing, you lose. Yes, and but she's doing it to his head, and, and so, he's just like. So people have a problem because she's white and he's yes, black. Yes, of course. Well, what was the context of the game? Like, why are they even it's interacting just, with each it's other? It's just TikTok, so you don't know. Oh, like, it's a TikTok. Yeah, so you have no clue. You assume they're friends or friendly at the very least. I would hope. Um, and then all you see is her do the bop at ticket. Sometimes I think as as black people, we can be a little... Hypercritical. Hypercritical of Absolutely. certain things. Because it's a black person and a white person mm-hmm. interacting does not mean that it's a racial undertone right. to it, you know? So you know how woke woke Twitter is, right? So <laughs> black woke, man being hit in the head by a white woman as a as if it's a gay. And they're teenagers, right? How old is his son? They're, I mean, yeah, they're definitely teenagers. Yeah, that's so not a big deal. They're just goofing off. Exactly, it's, they're just goofing it's off. It's silly. I'm like, like let, let kids... Let kids be kids. You know what's not silly? Is that I got that one right? She didn't. Well, it's one one, so Correct. pipe down. <laughs> oh, just you know. Well, there's that. There is that. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm trying to redeem myself. This right. Way. He All had right. to get on the board. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, next one. This shoe designer is in the news recently for her brand new look. Oh, I ain't gonna get this shoe designer for her brand new look. Love. Love. Shoe designer. Shoe designer. Mm-hmm. She's also um, an heir of hip hop royalty. She may mm. have had a reality show or two. It's probably one. Of, I'm gonna give you this one. It's probably one of the Run DMC daughters or something. What's her name? See, until she said heir of hip hop royalty, I was gonna say Jessica Simpson. No. It's it's the the Russell Simmons. One um, of the Simmons daughters. Yeah, I don't know. I can't them. even remember their first them. names anymore. Am I close? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think yeah. that's what it was. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know her names though. I don't know her names. Maybe one that was connected to a little bow to the wows. I don't know. What is, I don't know. I don't know their daughter. I don't know their names. So I know because one of them actually was dating Future. I don't know. That was Steve Harvey's daughter. Yeah, she's dated everyone. And um, Angela. Is it yes, Angela? There we go. Angela. Well, technically, that point should no, go. No, you got it. It's you a, got it. I didn't know the name. name. You, you just got have it. To the name. You got it. She, wait, you, she's I, a shoe designer. Exactly. So she had the pasties. You guys don't remember those sneakers? I'm, oh, you're right. Yes. Wow. Her and Vanessa came out with the pasty sneaker line back when, like, that, that was, was so long ago. It was a hot minute ago. But I don't know why they closed because they were, like, Pasty the first shoes. super bright and fun and, yeah. like, light sneakers. But they just disappeared. It was back in the Kimura Lee fat. Yeah. Day, I, fat I think they just got overshadowed by other brands. Yeah, probably. They still have them. They still going. But yeah, they they're do? not. Yeah, I'm looking at the website right now. Oh, interesting. That's crazy. Interesting. I had no idea. Well, she is in the news because she's got a new man, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, And she's dating. Do you, any of you have heard of this guy, Daniel Miracle Man Jacobs? I have not. But mm-hmm. he is apparently a boxer and is currently one of the champions. I think um, lighter weight or something of that effect. Hmm. Nice. We are at a point in age where middleweight, two-time middleweight world champion, Mm-mm. world champion. Isn't that weird? Like boxing has really fallen off because other than like Floyd, can you like other oh. than like 
three. I can't name any boxer outside of three boxers right Not now. Not any current boxers. Not current no. boxers. I love yeah. watching it, but I don't follow it so heavy that I know their names. Yeah. yeah but I I'm used like, to. the boxing has completely fallen off because yeah. back in Tyson days, even the Holyfield, even Roy Jones Jr. Those guys were actually fighting in boxing. I feel right. like today's boxers don't actually box like they used to. I think it's the entertainment factor yeah. of it that we've lost. Yeah. Yes. Back then, they, like, they made it a Ain't show. Ain't nobody biting nobody's ear yeah. off now. Right. You right. know, like, what am I going to do without people biting people's noses? And those guys were bruisers. Like, they th- were. The thing about Floyd Mayweather, like, people watch him because they watch him because they think they want him to lose. Yes. Right? Because he hasn't lost. But he doesn't go in there and he... No, he plays smart. He, he plays smart. And that's, that's part of his strategy, people which is fine. so much. But you I'm know? like, Floyd is just a smart freaking fighter. Yeah. yeah. You know? He, it's not entertaining, though. It's not entertaining. And other... That's why I feel Len- like he Lennox has to Lewis, talk so much Mike shit. Tyson, Vanda Holyfield, Roy jo- Roy Jones Jr. Ooh, let me just tell y'all. Like man, there were some boxers. Roy Jones Jr., honey. His little country ass, honey. <laughs> Ooh. I think he has a I think he has a gym here in Florida, actually. So him, and it's so interesting because I think more people are excited about this. Him and Mike Tyson actually have a um Exhibition fight. Exhibition fight coming up. And um, Roy Jones actually came out and was like, I'm a little nervous because he should be. Mike Tyson is not treating it like an exhibition fight. No. Mike Tyson. He doesn't know how to differentiate between the two. He's literally treating it like a heavy heavyweight championship fight. He's like training seven days of the week. It's like, he's like, he's like, I talked to Mike and Mike is taking this really seriously yes he's like i definitely had to up my game yeah don't go in there playing the game please don't i was like listen you the all people that you could mess with mike mike tyson you can't put a killer like him in the ring and tell him to play nice it's not gonna happen it's not gonna he doesn't know how exactly have you seen him recently either He's huge. He's cut. He's cut. He you know, he's went from a, being like chubby to like back in shape. I think he is a vegan now, if I believe correctly. But he's like in super shape. Super, super good I'm shape. pretty sure his body, it didn't take much for his body to whip back into shape. No, yeah. yeah. His body's remembering. Yeah. The he's brilliance. Killing. All right. So All right. Last one. <laughs> so that's my only way I can tie it. I can't win The only it. way you it. can tie. If you get this, sis, he out. Mm. All right, guys. I don't like this at all. (laughs) So this legendary actress is in the news recently for dating a a soul singer. I'll take either one of them. Dating a soul singer. Legendary actress. Legendary actress dating a soul singer? Mm Mm-hmm. Holly Berry? Yes! Holla Berry! Holla Berry! How did you pick that? It can only be so many damn legendary actresses out there that's still in the current news. She's dated a singer before, so. Yeah, I love some Holla Berry. I'm annoyed with you. (laughs) Why? Because I got it right. Because I got it right. Thanks for your little tie. Because I tied it up. I ain't no losers up in there. (laughs) Who's she dating, though? She's dating Van Hunt. Van Hunt. He's a Oh, he is a singer, but Mm. he's not a really. Well. Mm. He won, a, he won a Grammy Sip, for R&B. Yeah, I was about to say something. I'm not going to say it. I know. He, he you like won, Van Hunt? He, he won a Grammy, I mean, so yeah. I don't know. What's his song? I don't know if I know a Van Hunt song. I know him more with his work with Mary J, honestly, because I know he worked a lot with her in that Family Affair album, but I don't actually listen to him. Mm. Well, good for her. Everybody's finding love. Everybody should. Get, get you a boo that love you back, boo. <laughs> 
All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into this little interview. Let's find out a little bit more about our special guest. Mm. This is how we're going to start this interview off, Sippers. That's how you feel. So y'all know who this is that's sitting at this table. That's how you feel. When you hold me. For those who do not know what what this is right now, this is Khalil Lene on the reality TV show The Voice. This is the blind reaction of the judges hearing her sing, and so. With us on all T motherfucking Shay. That was all four tier, a four tier turn, right? Oh, they all turn, they all turn. So we have Kalia Renee again. Say hello to the zippers. Hello, zippers. So let's get right into this thing. How did that even come about? Uh, it w- it came about by their um, production team scouting for talent for season 17. Okay. So they basically found me by way of social media and wow. asked me to come audition. Uh, was it the, I remember most people here in the Tampa Bay area or Bay area have heard your name and probably have heard you sing. Right. Um, but I, I remember very vividly a moment where a video blew up and it was of you uh, singing an anniversary song, I believe, in a barbershop to someone. That thing just blew up all over social media. Yeah, it did. Do you think that played a factor in helping you get discovered with them? Or was it already happening? I don't really know because I don't know what what, what they watched. It. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know what um, made them be like, oh, yeah, we got to reach out to her. Like, yeah. I don't know if it was that video or something else. It could have been just scrolling through my page and listening yeah. to the videos I have up there. I don't know. What was your response when they finally did reach out to you and it's like, come on, come in auditions. Did you, did you think it was bullshit at first? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like who, who is man, Harpo? Exactly. That was my exact reaction. I thought it was some sort of spam in my yeah. email because, you know, you get emails like that a lot. Yeah. Um, well, not all of us are superstars and can sing, so all of us don't get emails like that. Well. Nobody's asking me to sing. <laughs> but I'm available, y'all. I'm available. I'm a great backup singer, by the way. I am not, but wow. I can still do it. <laughs> no, I've, I've gotten, like, scamish sort oh, yeah. of emails like that before where yeah. people are like, so I'm a part of a record label distribution mm. entertainment mm-hmm. company, mm-hmm. and we want you to do this, that, and the third and then it ends up being you paying into some, scam. some sort of mm-hmm. opportunity, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And they're basically just trying to scam you out of money. So I had my guard up immediately. So how would you realize it was real? Um, my manager at the time, I forwarded it to them and was like, can you, you know, try to vet this and see mm-hmm. if this is real? And he did. And he was like, no, this is an actual producer from the show. And this is real. 
Man, I can only imagine like the feeling you had in that moment when you uh, verified that it was real. Yeah. Right? Like, how much of a bad bitch did you feel like? <laughs> like, uh, like, like, can could people talk to you at that moment? Like, listen, yes. I need you to give me two seconds to O-M-G. be like the baddest of the bad because <laughs> they scouted me, honey. I ain't had to go nowhere yeah. and do nothing. I'm just sitting here minding my own black business. I don't know. It was a thing because I've auditioned for a show like that before, like back in the day, mm. and it wasn't the best experience. Yeah. Oh. So I wasn't like, oh. Yeah, Yay, let's go do this. I was just yeah. like, eh, well, I'm not doing nothing else. So, so I guess. So, so was yeah. that, so obviously reality TV show, what we see on TV is not actually what happens. Mm-hmm. So was that really the first blind reaction of them, hear, of them hearing you sing or had you sung for them somewhere no. else? That was their first time hearing oh, that's me awesome. sing. That's awesome. But it's like when it's television, it's like you really don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they... It seemed like it was, based on what I saw. Or, yeah. You know, saw pictures of who I was. and It's like you don't really know what the producers are telling the coaches behind the scenes. Yeah. Right. But they do give you the impression like this is going to be their first time hearing you. They don't know who you are. Yeah. So when they turn around like this is genuinely their first time seeing you, mm-hmm. that's, you know, the way they sell it. But, you know... But you knew for a while that you were going to be on the show. So was it hard keeping it a secret? Very hard. I bet. It was hard. I because bet. even before you get to the blind audition, you go through that first preliminary audition. Mm-hmm. And then there's a Which call Which is the producers, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then there's a callback mm-hmm. where you're singing in front of, like, the show execs. Mm-hmm. So it's just a room full of wow. producers and show executives. And then if you make it past that. That's crazy. Then you do the blind. So wow. I was going back and forth for all of that stuff before the blind and nobody knew what I was doing. doing. It was hard. That's gotta be hard. That's gotta be hard. Especially like, cause you were, where were you going out to Atlanta? So I was going to LA. LA. Wow. Oh my God. That's crazy. So this stuff you don't, you don't even think about it. Yeah. People just think that you just, You've been chosen. They think the you blind is the first edition. Yeah, right? that's how the, 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 yeah. Just the TV show makes it feel right. And it's, it's kind of the same with American Idol. Like yeah. you know that that audition that you see on television, that's not the first time that yeah. person has sang. You know mm-hmm. they go through preliminary rounds before you even get on camera. So tell me about the moment when you walk out on that stage for and you're, you you know they're there. Yeah. And that moment, all those people. I mean, you've sung in front of people a lot, so yeah. I'm sure, but that's a lot of people. That that aspect of it wasn't so nerve-wracking. Yeah. It's the waiting to go out. Yeah. Yes. For me, anytime I'm like waiting to go perform, that whole space of having to wait, that's when my nerves are just doing somersaults. Yeah. Um once I get on stage and I get through the first few notes, I'm cool. Mm. But that initial waiting period, you first walk out there, the first note is played mm-hmm. and you just tell yourself don't mess up. Just go kill it. Just don't mess up and don't fall. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I, uh, Was it more yeah. nerve-wracking when they weren't looking at you or when they were looking at uh, you? Um, I was trying my best not to focus on the coaches at all, uh-huh. honestly. It really did feel, I say this all the time, it felt like I was having an out-of-body experience. experience. I like can believe it. I was there and I was present, but at the same time, I wasn't. It yeah. was almost like I was watching myself yeah, perform. 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 Um, and, and I was like, okay yes, with that. Girl, get it. <laughs> I was okay with that as long get as right I didn't, didn't mess up any words. Mm-hmm. Don't fall, you know, and don't don't mess up. Just do what you practiced. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of like muscle memory. Yeah, yeah. Once you've I, done uh, it a lot. I never, I, I had really never. I kind of watch a few clips here and there of the voice. 
Um, I don't watch it either. You know, but so but when I found out that you know you were going to be on there, I was like, I'm gonna watch it. And so yeah, I I like the concept of it. I like the concept that they want to say yes or no mm-hmm. without seeing what a person looks like. I think mm-hmm. that's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, but I, I I would be too nervous for sure to do it. So I watched The Voice. I don't watch it anymore, but I was watching it at that time. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I'm always Easter Ray in and out, so I'm rooting for everybody black. Period. Right. True. Point blank. Period. End of the day. But then they were like Tampa, Florida. You know, mm-hmm. I lost my entire black mind. I was like, what? Yeah. A Tampa Bay girl? Shut up. And I didn't go out a lot, like, into the acoustic scene out here, so I hadn't heard you, mm-hmm. like, locally. And I was like, who is this? Wait, first of all, because, you know, like, we've had, we've actually had Tampa uh, be in some of these things before where, but the person couldn't sing, you know? Mm. So he was like, oh, okay. Really happy? I don't know. Like, oh, okay. No here comment. We go. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> here we I don't go. know nothing. Right? But then I was like, wait, this can actually blow? Yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up. How'd you pick? So you had all four chairs turned. Mm-hmm. Right? Legendary. Hi. And how'd you pick which coach you wanted to go? Did you, I, did you immediately knew, know she, who you wanted to go with? She knew she wanted to I go mean, with John Legend. Come on. I did. Yeah. I did. I made up in my mind well before that blind that if that scenario were to happen, mm-hmm. yeah. he was going to be my pick. And I just felt like he would be the one coach I could relate to the most. Yeah. I could learn from the most because I feel like our genre of music is the similar. most similar. Yeah. Right. So I felt like he would really have like relative advice yeah. to give me. So I thought it was so funny. Relevant, uh, not uh, relative, relevant. Blake, yeah. the Blake, what's his last name? Blake Shelton. 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 I thought his response was really funny. He was like, please pick me. I'm the returning. I'm only. I'm the only judge here who's been here. My, and my favorite song is Anita Baker as well. And they was like, which song? Number three. Number three. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He, he was doing the He's most. Hilarious. He was like, I'm yeah. trying to like connect with you as much as possible, sis. Come he and is get super me. hilarious. Honestly, I think he would have been my second pick if I didn't go. Oh, yeah. John, I think Blake probably would have. Would have been a good choice. Well, interestingly enough, Blake has won with people who are not in his genre. He has. Oh, oh, has and that, that is why he yeah. would have been yeah. <laughs> my second pick. I like Gwen Stefani. I'm a lover of Gwen Stefani. I, yes. I, I don't particularly date white women, but I've always said Gwen Stefani is my, is my, my white woman crush. She's gorgeous, like, yeah. in person. Well, she's, she's so pretty. So tell us about a little about your background, though. Did you start off as a, in the church singing? Like, mm-hmm. what's your background from, from like where you started church my mom was a pastor um hey same up. here <laughs> so well, while all three of us are pastor wow. kids but only two of y'all still follow the religion so okay sir okay right but no i grew up a pk and my mom could blow like she had a beautiful voice yeah um and once she found out that i could sing that it was, was it. a wrap like every it. sunday I was up in front of the congregation leading mm. praise and worship. And then, you know, I also play play keys. I know most people don't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, just say that out loud because then people want you to. To do it. Yeah. Actually do it. Okay. I'm not I'm not really into it anymore, although I am trying to get, know, back. get myself back it. into that. Yeah. But it's back the then, time. It's, an, it's, it's time to perfect timing. Things. Perfect yes. timing. But back then I did play. So, um, yeah, it started out in church. And then um, once I 
got a little older and you know went to high school i was in all the every chorus group they had i was in it mm-hmm. um every graduation that my high school had i would sing every mm-hmm. big football or basketball game i did the national anthem yeah every wow. black history program i was singing okay like i was I just know that's right i was very active in everything music um when i was in high school and then same thing when i got to usf that's where i started college okay so i kept that going i was a music major you've been doing it for a long time start. yeah yeah i started out as a music major so i was in all the chorus all the choral mm. chorale gospel mm-hmm. whatever they had i was in it um, and then I was in a family band for a while. My family had a band. Wow. And we traveled with that that band for a few years. A traveling years. gospel band. Yeah. My, my uncle was in one of those a long time ago. That's yeah. A thing. It's a thing. Yeah. It is a thing. It's a thing. And my older brother um, basically taught himself how to play electric guitar. Okay. Mm. So you know what? He had to show out like that he on did. us. He did. He did stunt on us a little bit. Just a real stunt. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got my other brother playing the bass. And I was on keys and singing, and then oh, we. Oh, so y'all was a whole band. It was a whole thing. They like, were the elder barges. Listen, <laughs> the elder barges of the gospel. Okay. So I got that band experience first with my family. Yeah. Nice. And um, as I got older, I, I tried to stay in the vein of music, but you know, I grew up and got married and had kids, and life absolutely happened. So absolutely. I kind of distanced away from it a little bit, but it was always. There. Always there. So I was always writing. I wasn't really performing until about 2010. And that's mm. when I started performing locally here. Yeah. Mm. And trying to get myself out there as an actual artist. So this has been I like. To, I used to be able to sing too. Really? Yeah. And then I hit puberty. A little do I diddy. And that shit changed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so heartbroken just now. That shit. Puberty will changed. definitely Man, take its toll on yeah, your voice. I used to be in choir and everything. I even, I remember uh, being in the Nutcracker play and having a leading Come party. Oh, Nutcracker. The boy I could sing. I could sing. I hit 13. My boy, it all changed. It yeah. just went bad. I no. could not do it. And I, I guess you could probably train it you can sing through you know it, but, but it I, takes I could, it takes a lot i was the i was the i was set up to be the american idol like reject that everybody laughs at mm. because i literally cannot sing and my family would have i would have like these singing competitions with me and my cousin who actually can blow oh man and first of all i look back at it now and it's like my family is dirty they're loyal <laughs> but they're grimy because my like my immediate like my brothers and like even some of my my um, first cousins, they always would pick me in the sing-off. And nobody told you you couldn't sing. So uh, I literally wow. set you up. Yeah. I literally, you could not tell me I wasn't Whitney Houston. Wow. You couldn't tell me I wasn't Mariah Carey. I would literally go and show out like, and, and be sing. like, by the way, voices ready to go, sis. What you trying to do? Like They really set me up. And my brother at one point, me and him got into it. I told on him. Snitching. And yeah, he 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 got me back. He recorded me singing. Oh, and it was and then let you hear it. I will never forget oh. it. It was missing you. It was the, oh. the, the, the puff daddy, wow. Evans, or wow. um, you know that every step. Yes, first of all, you already knew it was the wow. song, right? And everything, Faith was doing the most, was. and so was I. So he recorded it, and then he came back like a day or two later. So it was like enough time where I forgot that I even sang it, mm. and was like playing it for me, and like didn't tell me it was me. And I was like, "Ooh, girl is trash." Wow. <laughs> I'm talking shit. 
Wow. He ca- that's, a that's a calculated that's petty. Savage. Yeah, savage. That's savage. Literally the that's most savage. savagery ever. I love it. How has being on a voice changed your life? Um, or has it? Or well, has it? That's good, or has it? It did in a sense. Um, that whole introverted side of me mm. had to uh, not be so introverted. Yeah, it definitely forces you to come it out your- me out there. Um, where I would be able to kind of hide and, you know, be my antisocial self at home. Yeah. It's like now, like, especially like right after the show, mm-hmm. like people are running up to me in the airport and I'm just like, stranger danger. Like, I don't know you, don't touch me. That like, whole experience was mm, a awkward. lot for me. So yeah. I had to learn even more how to smile and nod, take the picture, be nice, be cordial. Because it was happening a lot at first, mm. you know, because people were fresh off of the show, and then you come home or you're traveling, and people have been watching and supporting mm. you, yeah. and now they see you in person. Mm. They are not thinking about, you know, they just approach you like they would approach any other celebrity. And yeah. I, I didn't see myself as a celebrity, celebrity or public figure or anything like that, but they did. So that part of it, um, and you were the closest thing to them too, to, a big celebrity. Exactly. So they want to every be close to you, you exactly. know. Exactly. So that aspect of it, yes. Um, and then just the type of gigs and things that I was getting booked for after the fact, um, it was a blessing. So it, it did help to increase my following a lot yeah. Yeah. and fan base. Um, I'm working on new music now and it has been a while. Like it's been a stretch of time. So I know mm. people are like, are you going to sing or like, not? Nah? come through. <laughs> we weigh in. They about to Rihanna you. It, I understand. Was gonna be one of my What's, go ahead. What is so I like we always talk about like oh so I think I got my jams, but I can't sing. What are your jams? Like what are the things that like what's a song that always is you always ready for? Brandy yes. uh yes. Have You Ever. Yes! That song, uh, first of all You play that song, I'm singing I full like voice. Every single time. Every single time, <laughs> every note, every, every word, run. every run, I am all in. All right, what's your rap song? Do you got one? Do you have a rap a rap um, per- persona? I actually do. So I grew up in the 727, St. Pete, hey. St. Pete Strong. Hey. I do have a hood side. Okay. I actually <laughs> love it. trap music. Who doesn't love trap music? I mean, it's just it's, like. It's yeah. good. It's just, it I mean. Put you in the mood. Yeah, the mood. and I can't necessarily say that I have one favorite, like, rap or trap song because I listen to a lot of it. Right. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm a trap fan, so it could be I could be on my way to church. I'm listening to trap. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my way to a gig, listening to trap. But it's just like it it gives you some First serious all, energy, and I love it. There's just certain music, like ma- music is transformative. And the reason why I know this is because every time I listen to Rick Ross, Hustler, I feel like I sell coke. Like you are moving weight. I'm moving. I'm moving serious weight. I understand. Serious weight. You relate, like I got FBI agents. Exactly. You see how he immediately just started yeah, moving? Right. That's what it does for you. That smile right there. That's what it does for you. So when I'm trying to get hyped for a gig, yeah. I would listen to something yeah. like this. What's your go-to song when you're like performing? So I like FNN by Future. Yeah. That's like a good that one. Song. That's a good one. I like that song a lot. Um, I, I do listen to a lot of Nipsey Hussle, mm. Roddy Ridge. You like, some, you like some young artists. That's, that's I do. Okay. I do. You could do. But your... I'm also a Jeezy fan as well. Oh, hello. Mm. Why not? <laughs> um, if you could have like your guests, like your ultimate song with any artist you want, it, you don't have to limit it. It can be whoever you want. Mm-hmm. Who is it going to be? 
Um, and what kind of song? Eek. So it's kind of a tie between a gospel song with Yolanda Adams. Oh, come on now. Yolanda can blow. She is yeah. ridiculous. Or a soul song with Anita Baker. Your auntie in your mind. My auntie in my mind. <laughs> it's really a tie between those two. And But to be completely honest, I would be terrified. Right. Because As you should be. Just because. Because th- that's who they are. But yeah. it, this is fantasy we're talking about. Yeah. So if it could be a real thing, I would choose either of them. I just feel like, like Anita, like, what can you say? I can't even talk around her. I just would stare at her and her beauty and I, her effortlessness. And that's it. I don't know that I would actually be able to sing. Like, would words yeah, come out your would. mouth? I don't think they would. You would be able to because you're, you're a professional. You are professional. <laughs> and I'm not easily starstruck. Like, yeah. that doesn't really happen. Happen, yeah. But if I meet mm. Anita Baker in this lifetime, okay, come on, you will. First it's gonna all, happen for you. I'm, I feel like that I'm gonna song, be we would not be ready for it. What would we do? You would snatch our weaves, our wigs. Nobody would have edges. Listen. Black castor oil would be sold <laughs> out. Like it would be a problem. She definitely snatched mine when I went to her. Uh, she did like a a farewell performance run mm. tour, basically, mm-hmm. and she performed in Orlando. Uh, what was this like two years ago two and some change three and some change maybe and i literally went by myself oh yeah as soon as i saw the announcement about the concert i immediately went to the website bought one ticket and didn't tell anybody i was going Uh, right i didn't want anybody to go with me i went by myself and i just sat like a kid yeah in wonderland deer, deer, like, like a deer in headlights oh my god yeah. it was freaking amazing Ugh, it's like imagine. first note soon as she opened her mouth the entire room just erupted because she sounded like she yeah. did in 1986 it was like the Strong same exact houseway and i don't understand it was amazing so that's why i say i don't know that if i have that opportunity i don't know that i would actually be able to sing i would probably just be standing there looking goofy yeah. like, like you're nuts do your do your kids look at mommy different now because of that I don't I don't know are you, are you still just mommy I think I'm still just mommy and yeah. I don't think they look at me any different but it was a cool experience for them to be able to yeah. come onto the voice I when I did my blind audition so they were just over overjoyed with that experience but because they've been watching me do this for so long they're used to it, it yeah it wasn't anything super out of the ordinary for them they they amazed me because they even got interviewed which it didn't get aired but they we did like a little interview section mm. before I actually auditioned that day. Just in day. case they wanted to use the footage, right? Yeah. And the girls just like they they wowed me. They yeah. sat there and interviewed like two little pros. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> Omg! I would like to think I had a little something to do with this. Oh, I mean, sure. I think of you course. created them, so I'm I'm assuming you have a lot to do with it. <laughs> and just for them to be put on the spot like that, and they were just answering they were questions ready. like yes, next question. I was just like. So I only got wow. a few more, few more questions. I know we, you are well. We are friends with Cardi X. I know you're friends with Cardi X. Yes, Cardi is a regular for the show. And he has his own, he yes. has his own band. Buddy. Now you also have a band, mm-hmm. right? Because I think first time I actually saw you perform. This is actually my first time actually meeting you face to face. But I saw you perform in Ebor, mm-hmm. and that's when I realized you were really talented. But what was what's the name of your band? Hot Mess. Hot Mess. T T M E S S. Okay. Hot mess. <laughs> She's like with the extra tea. And I love it because sometimes you got to put an extra tea a on little extra tea Listen, on Listen, people be talking about this period. And I'm like, the tea is the ancestors saying, I wish a nigga would. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, For real. That's what that extra tea means. Exactly. How did hot, how did hot mess come come about? Was that something that you, per, you approached 
them, all the bandmates, or they, they were already you. together. Like, hey, we really need a lead singer. They were already together and needed a lead singer, and they approached me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it was kind of like the stars aligning because I was in the process of actually trying to put together my own band. Okay. And it just, so it just worked out perfectly. It worked out perfect. Um, That's what happened in our podcast. True. Literally. See? Mm-hmm. It'd be working that way, don't it? It really does. I don't really like her, though. So he loves play. me. But that's why it works so well. He loves me. That's why it works so well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, well, well, How has it been um, being a performer, being a singer during Corona? Because we talked to Cardi, and Cardi's like, the struggle is real. Yeah. Yeah. It's really right? real. Um, um, and so how's it been for you, like, dealing with, you know, being a singer and performer in this place where there's really no avenues other than social media to do that? Um, it's It has been a, a big struggle. A lot, well, all my, I'm not going to say all my gigs were canceled for the year, but basically all of them. Right. Um, mm. So that was heartbreaking. Yeah, for sure. You know, to, like, watch money just... Fizzle out of your hands. Just be snatched away from your hands. Snatched, literally. So it's like things are slowly starting to uh, pick up speed, mm. but it's been it's been a lot of downtime, yeah. which I'm not entirely used to because I'm used to being on the go, a lot of gigs, performances, shows, or what have you, either solo stuff or with the band. And now it's like crickets, yeah, nothing. Yeah. So people are slowly starting to pick up events and whatnot and trying to do it safely and cautiously. Um, but we'll we'll get there. Yeah, but it has been there. rough. Are you looking forward to like an upcoming performance or? Um, I am looking forward to a Facebook Live that my band is doing next yes. month. Yes. When is that? So yeah. this is October the sixteenth, which is a Friday. We are going live on Facebook. Is it through your um, band's page? Yes, the Hot Mess Band page. I need to go like it. I know I liked your your own page, your Mm -hmm. own account, but I don't think I like the The band page. Yeah, everybody liked the band page. And at what time is that starting? I want to say it's like a 7.38 in the evening type of deal so everybody should be you know off work get your sip session started honey yeah get your drink and do a little two-step in your living room Mm -hmm. so here's my last question my best step is my (laughs) two-step in my living room with a buzz that's the best one you know we have some male sippers that (laughs) listen to all tino shade so this is a very important question okay are you single and what she kind fine, of man y'all. do you like? Uh, oh. Are you attracted to? Thanks. I gotta tell them because they can't see it for Thanks. themselves. But she fine. I am single. Okay. However, that's a good thing. <laughs> Comma <laughs> dot dot dot. Semicolon. All of that. All of the punctuation. That's what's up. Um, yes, I am single. Um, yet focused. Yep, All right. Focused. All right. Well, we are definitely excited to have you on. Um, what well, are your socials? Yes. Where can people find you at? Where people can um, find you? Facebook is Kalia Lene. Instagram is Kalia Lene. And that's spelled K-H-A-L-E-A-L-Y-N-E-E. Why she sound like a phone, phone I know, person? Because I do customer service. I was going to say, I have like, <laughs> no idea how many times I spell my name in a day. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Just the Kalia yeah, part, because, you know, they don't get the Lene. They right. just get Kalia. And they're yeah. like, oh, that's How such a unique name. How do you spell that? 
Right. And I have but to do I, it slowly. But I appreciate the fact that you didn't try to do a, a fake um, a username or like a nickname, like Aaliyah. But it gets to the point where I just want to call myself Karen. Right. Sue. Mm. Linda. Something easy. Something easy yeah. because I spell my name way too many times in a day. So I'm, I'm used to doing it. But uh, those are my socials. I'm not really on Twitter. I'm not really active on Twitter, but I do mm. have a Twitter account. Um, it's under official Kalia. But everything else is just Kalia Lene. That's right. what's up. And website coming soon. I'm getting that, you know, kind of revamped and yeah. spruced up. Can't tell you shit. I'll well, see how that I mean, is. you can. It's whether I listen or not. <laughs> <laughs> Says the, most women. Well, it's our, our right. <laughs> it's our right. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and get into the sip of the day. Yes, we are. You get to enjoy our uh, main Wait, topic. Wait, hey, don't, don't, don't be setting it up like it's a failure or something. It, uh, mm. it isn't a failure. It is, it, is, it is precious in the way that old women call babies who wow, are not that you cute. you are really, really... You know, like when you see like a baby that's not cute. When you're like, ooh, he is precious. You ooh. are really acting up right now. That's so interesting. <laughs> Such an interesting look, don't he? Tony, this is a, just a precious baby. It is a God's gift. Let me just let you know. Mm-hmm. A baby's mm-hmm. life is just You know what time it is? It's going to jam out. Hey, L, do you know what time it is? It makes it good for a good podcast episode. Hey, do you know what time it is? Time for the main sip. The main sip, I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. I get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. I time for the main sip that main sip i said it's time for the main sip the main sip get your cup ready drink ready tea ready ah get your cup ready drink ready tea ready ah <sighs> yes 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 all right before we get into hold the on, main hold on hold on you ain't gonna talk shit about my before about my we intro. get into the main sip would you have turned your chair what? Would you have turned Would your I chair? Turned oh my gosh! <laughs> no, no, you can't put you can't put that that, that pressure on. It's a it's a melody. It's a it's a it's not a song. No, it's a wop. It's, it's a do not catch you. all little. You know, it's, it's a, a ditty. It's, it's a, a ditty. ditty. Thank you. She be hating on it. It's a jingle. I will hope a jingle. No. I will she hope you would not turn no. your chair around on that. I do not, not answer. Okay. And everyone you know knows why. why. You know what? Uh, but it's a ditty. It's he was he wasn't performing per se. He wasn't trying. He was trying his very hardest. No, but I it's feel called, as though it's if called he, being funny. Being people. He loves this. What makes listen, your podcast listen, stand out? Let me just tell you right now. He loves this little jingle. I love my. Fa- I love the, the podcast. That he's I love like the podcast. Trying to downplay it right now is such bullshit. He no. loves this. I like to be creative, and Indeed. I think people like different things mm-hmm. in a podcast mm-hmm. to make you stand out. Stop hating. <laughs> Boom, there you go. Let's get it. I'm just saying, it's the tea. It's not the shade, honey, baby. All right, today we are talking about social media frustrations. and All things frustrations. We better get into it, because Lord knows I have plenty. I know I have plenty, too. Can I start off with my first frustration? Yeah, what's your first social media frustration? So my first media social media frustration is, I can't stand that people don't validate sources anymore. They just sources. post sources. They just oh. post whatever they want Can you sp- without a meme or without an article. And then everyone else starts sharing the same meme and article. I'm like, and so then you go, you're like, okay, wait, let me see where the source is. And there's like no link to the actual source <laughs> for the quote. 
or you gotta click on this link and this link, and it's so embedded. I'm like, false, the news. false news. The false worst news. is when they post it and it's like contradictory. It's completely false. Yeah. And then you have to do the research for them because now you're all in. Yeah, because you're like, yeah. this is not true. Yep. So yep. when you send them the article, you post it on there, and they just delete it. They don't even talk about it anymore. They but don't I'm say, like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, uh, it was my mistake." They do not retract their statements. They do not. There's they no retraction not. happening. It just silently and quietly just fiddles away. Yeah, so that's one of my frustrations. I'm like, just take a little bit of time to actually validate the source. But a lot of times what, what happens is people only look for information that validates how they already believe, mm-hmm. how they already think, so they don't want to actually check it. Right. It's just, it just coincides with what they believe, so I'm just going to post it. There you go. I also feel like media has um, almost brainwashed us into the clickbait. Almost? Well, okay. Well, just, you know. Definitely brainwashed us. Definitely. And so we are all looking in memes and, and the mm-hmm. things that we see. We're looking for the clickbait ability, right? And you're like, oh, that shit's hilarious because it's super, you know, like it either gets to your point or their point or it's super relatable and you're just posting it because you think it's funny or you think it's interesting but if it's supposed to be based in fact a lot of people aren't doing the actual check to see if it's fact-based they're doing literally just oh it's clickable right right because you guys aren't we're not real journalists and i think if we could just keep that in the front of our minds you know a good just a good thing to think sometimes. Yeah, just, I'm not an actual journalist. I did for not. Facts. Did facts, not go to school for facts. this. I did not. I did not learn how to do this. Yeah, right? it's just, I don't. Yeah, it's, that's my, that's my first frustration. Yes, definitely that's for sure. Um, what I also my pet peeve right now at the current time being has to be uh, the double standards. What do you mean by double standards? All right. <clears throat> Is it going to be an hour-long conversation? It might. If you're not going to rush me, that's what I do know. That's what I know. Okay, so the double standards. Right now, there's all these posts coming out with Cardi, not Cardi B, Offset, comparing Offset and Jada. Pink it. Offset. Oh. They're like, oh, you guys have an issue with Offset, but nobody had a problem with Jada. And I'm like, definitely not the same thing. What are you guys talking about? Uh, Clearly. Again, things coming from people who aren't real journalists. Right. That part. And, but also, like, no logical, like, at all. Like, happening. No logic happening at all. Like, these are clearly distinctly different. Um, situations and it's at this point where it's like people are talking about Will Smith and they're talking about the situation they're like oh well they lied about that interview and I'm like you people aren't even trusting talking about credible sources people are not even trusting the sources that they have like you have the people who are in it telling you that cheating right wasn't a part of this scenario or situation but you are opting because he looked hurt in the interview to determine that they were lying and that he clearly was cheated on like it is what is happening? We yeah. all do, we just rewriting facts. We just rewriting facts now. I'm in a season of blocking people. So Ooh, when I girl. see just, just ignorant stuff, yeah, be you gotta go. Be blessed. You gotta go. Yeah, I've definitely been blocking people too. <laughs> Super Especially stuff like TikTok. that. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of double standards. I, people, again, going back to research, mm-hmm. yes. people are comparing the wrong things to, to, the, to the situation. It's like, it's, that's two different situations. Right. Their and comparisons are way off. I, I I thought you were gonna say like double standards. You're gonna talk about like um, you know the double standards of what 
between like men and women. Men and women. Oh, can first talk of all, to I'm you. done with that too. Yeah. I'm I'm done with men and women post period. I'm yeah. over yeah. like women need to do this, men need to do this. First of all, or women speaking on behalf of women and men speaking on behalf of men because I don't know where you pull out these ghetto ass people that speak literally for <laughs> no one stuff. but themselves because no one actually believes this or feels this way but them mm-hmm. but then they post it as if they're speaking for, for the all entirety women, all men, yeah. of their gender and then the other gender posts it as a way to say hey ladies this is why y'all ain't shit or hey gentlemen this is why y'all ain't shit but I'm like you're posting people who are... N- nobody even knows who they are. They're the most <laughs> non-relevant people in the entire world. With the craziest opinions and beliefs that are and very troubling. you're you saying know. everybody has this feeling and a belief. Well, I also think, though, people post that stuff because of Click whatever... Bait. whatever Clickbait, but also whatever space they're in. Right? Their if, own experiences. Yeah. If, if someone's just angry like, at just, black women for whatever reason, they're going to, a man's going to post a video right. that shows a woman with a very negative characteristic trait. Right. Right. You know what I mean? To you justify to whatever their current emotion is. Go yeah. to therapy. Stop posting. Log out. And people like drama, unfortunately. <laughs> that part. People like drama. Look at all the reality TV shows, right? This is true. Yeah. Love drama. People love that drama. So What's far. the frustration that you are hating on right now? I actually took notes because okay. I have several. Nice, good. I appreciate that. <laughs> we, we appreciate, we appreciate that. It. We be we be having notes, but nobody else does. So, like that last little comment I just said, go to therapy. People use social media as, as their therapist. Therapy, yes. That is one of my biggest frustrations with social media and what it has turned people into. Yeah, we no longer pray and meditate about our problems. We yeah. no longer speak to a confidant or a close friend or, friend. or mm-hmm. go to therapy for go our issues. Therapy. We take our angers and frustrations and emotional moments to Facebook and voice mm-hmm. them on social media as That's if true. anyone cares. And it's like people, re- yep. people just yep. want they want to feel relevant. They want to belong. They want an amen corner. They just mm. want someone to agree with them. Someone to agree with them. And that when you're an posting issue. those things, the people who are responding, they're getting a dopamine fix. Like it's yeah. they they're responding because yes, they probably want the best for you, but you're also entertainment for them. Yeah. I actually had a situation where a girl that we we I think I don't know if you know her, but we both know. Mm -hmm. But she's always posting these really negative things about her dating relationships. Mm -hmm. But and I'm fine with you talking about your history, right? But you can tell based on what she posts, it's like men are always using and abusing her or taking her for granted. And I was like, at some point, you are creating a dynamic where you're creating a cycle because the people who are still going to be interested are are probably the people who are interested in that kind of behavior. Because you're putting that Mm -hmm. out into the atmosphere. That is the energy you're feeding, and that's what's going to come back to you. Exactly. I'm like, people... It's a boomerang effect. It's a respect (laughs) thing. If you're not respecting yourself and people are seeing you're not respecting yourself, people will take a step back from you who want to respect you versus people like, oh, that's what she about? I'm about that all day. They're going to come towards you. I was like, you're creating a weird cycle i was like that is it's not I keep social thinking, media I keep thinking of ideas things i hate when y'all see stuff yeah I'm social that. media <laughs> is not like the place you go to be like listen guys he listen broke my, my heart and he lied and said he you know he said he wouldn't lie and i accepted all the lies and he still lied like it's like girl no this is not the, that's what that's what your girlfriends are for i don't know i feel like i'm that type of person i i i do have empathy <laughs> <laughs> Not a whole lot. 
okay. like 2020. Oh, you have to work on that one. You I, 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 I do have a level of empathy, but I'm also like a solution based yeah. person, thinker. Like, okay, this was the problem. What is the solution? Because mm-hmm. Facebook is not going to fix it for you. Nah. Right. And most people who, who, who really care about you, because most people I think who post stuff like that, they could post it and they're looking for someone to talk to. Empathize. Right. And most people who really care about you they aren't going the to they they respond to you on your Facebook. They're right. going to hit you up. They're hey, are you good? You, What's going you. on right yeah. now? You but know, and those are the people just, who should be talking to anyway. It's right. that sense of validation that social media has brought about to our, especially the millennials. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. But well, technically, it, we all are millennials. Technically, yeah. yes. 24 to 39, but yeah. That sense of feeling valid, having Mm -hmm. someone else to validate the emotion you're feeling, it's like that is a fix for people now, and that is how they get through their issues. We've definitely gotten away away from, and it's probably more men than women, but I do feel like as a a whole, we've gotten away from honest conversations Mm -hmm. with our friends about whatever we're going through. I think we talked about this on the podcast. It's like men just don't have the same kind of, a relationship where I can call my homeboy up, right? Like, yo, I'm fucking pissed right now, right? At this situation, and so we kind of just, who do I talk to? Exactly. Like, I talk to somebody. Let me just put it out there. But I will say sometimes I will post something and not finalize it, mm-hmm. and then delete it. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. feel better. Yeah, sometimes writing you know? it out <laughs> yeah. and then deleting it, yeah. it actually does help you to feel better too. Yeah. To get it out. My just, thing is, if I, I have to question it, like you know, when you're posting something, you're like, should I post this? The yeah. minute that I have that that thought, should, should I post should. it? Yeah. Then I shouldn't. And I think we've all had our rant moment, or of course, of course. you know, we've all put stuff like out the, there. I got time today. First of all, but yes. We all have the, oh, wait, I got time time today. Today, Today, Facebook memories reminds me of those days that I had time. Yes. Yes. And when I see it, I delete it. I I don't remember that. That is gone. I don't remember I am not that person anymore. I am a different person. Listen, I have been anointed since then. (laughs) Okay? Y'all been going to get me on these old sins. Jesus done forgave me for them, so I'm gone. So another one of mine, again, goes back to, like, people not checking dates. So I can't stand... That people keep posting old articles of someone's death. Nobody likes to check the dates of the article of the person who died. I swear Willie Wonker then died 511 times since 2016. Oh my God, yes. I'm like, y'all, check the fucking date. Mm -hmm. Like, just verify. Oh, I'm like, oh, she died. Then you go, and you go, you say, hey, this is from 2015. They're like, oh, well, I can just, I can still memorize them. I'm like, just to make you was wrong. You didn't see that that y'all had already died. Right. So that kind of like bothers me. Like, just Think again, like a journalist, people. Yeah, verify. Be, be a journalist. <laughs> I'm going to go for an unpopular one. What's that? And it's it's twofold. It's the everything has to be made a joke of because that's how we deal with our pain bullshit, which mm-hmm. like, no, absolutely not true. And the other complete polar opposite, which is the two woke crowd. I'm so over the two woke crowd. I'm over it. Where it's like, you can't even sneeze into the white tissue because you are (laughs) giving your essence to the white man because the tissue is there and it's like, I can't. Why the bowling ball got to knock over the the white pins? Or why the eight ball got to be the black ball knocking in the... It's like, really? Y'all, I'm like, y'all I so just well. need y'all to chill. But in the same verse, I feel like it's the same coonery. I'm calling it. I'm saying it. Y'all, y'all can do what y'all want with it. Um, it's the same coonery on the other end where it's like, oh, I'm going to make fun of the fact that Kobe Bryant died and he was on a helicopter because he was sedity. Like, or like, mm. I'm going to make fun of the fact that like, like people were making fun of the Cardi B and Offset divorcing. 
And I was like, what world? What's funny about this? Right. In what world has it become socially acceptable that somebody tells you about this tragic thing that's happening in their life, which is their family is literally breaking up. And like the first response is to make a joke, to make a joke. Cause they feel like they're in celebrity status. They feel like they can make fun of whomever and whoever. Coming back to other, we had a conversation the day about Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, like you know, he was people all these years. Fun people were making fun of him the whole time. Like he was going through all that, going through cancer, you know. And so, so yeah, do I agree you guys? With you. Are you guys in the idea? Let's just talk to the first one because a lot of comedians. So we always talk about people think they're journalists, but people think they're comedians too, right? Mm-hmm. So comedians, they have kind of like carte blanche to kind of joke about everything, and so a lot that's of that's changed a lot though. That has changed year. as well. Yeah. Um, but you know, a lot of people think they're, they're Facebook comedians, so they have Mm. carte blanche to joke about everything. Mm. Are you guys of that notion that everything's up for grabs? Everything's up for for Um, puns and jokes? I don't think everything's up for grabs. I I don't think everything can be joked about. Um, but I think people have freedom of expression and -hmm. they can do whatever they want, but I don't have to be a part of it. You know what I mean? I can unfollow you. I can unfollow you. I can unfriend you right. or, or whatnot. Right. Um, I can keep scrolling. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have a very uh, weird sense of humor. It's, it can be a little dark. So <laughs> I'm not uh, always easily offended by some of the jokes and, you know, little things that I see on social media. But at the same time, if it does offend me or if I see something that's kind of like off colored or just insensitive, I just don't feed into it like he said i'm either gonna unfollow yeah. unfriend or just keep scrolling and not participate in the conversation but i don't know i'm not super sensitive in that in that sense i'm I grew a participator up with a, i can't help it i grew up with a bunch of brothers and uncles and they yeah. made sure that i was not a softy mm-hmm. so oh i just blocked i was on a live yeah. live of the day on tiktok and someone came in there and said trump 2020 Block. I said block. Yeah, right and it showed up. But I, ain't got, I ain't got time for I, it no I more. Why? If I know the person and I think that they should do better. <laughs> like if if I if I if it's somebody who I know or like I have some kind of connection with and I mm. feel like they should do better, I'm gonna say something. But then they hit hit you with the girl. Just calm down. It was just a joke. Absolutely, yeah. they always hit you with yeah. that. But I'm like, at least I spoke my piece, and at least you know what's happened. Why you got blocked? I don't think uh, I don't I don't I don't think people's perspectives. This is probably false, but I don't think people's opinions and beliefs change based on a social media conversation. Right? right? Maybe it does. Maybe don't. But I, I don't feel like it does. So for me, if it's someone that I really want to do better, yeah, I'm gonna have a conversation with them about right. yo, like what's going on in this comment off off the off the book off grid and, uh, exactly because yeah. I'm, I'm a firm believer like. I don't want people with dirty laundry air on mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have an argument with somebody. I don't care if it's my enemy. Like, I don't want to have an argument with you on my Facebook post. Yeah. Unless I got time today. Right, right, right. Like, remember in, that move. And in those you know? moments. But I, I agree with that. It's like, in those moments, it's like, I, I don't feel like debating opinions with you because I'm probably not going to change how you think. Exactly. And you're not, not going to change, change how exactly. I think. So what's exactly. the point? Facts. You got another one that, that yes. bothers you? Um. So being an artist and being a performer, um, Mm. I feel social media today makes people feel very familiar with you. It makes them feel Mm. as though they know you in real life. So here's the thing. Before, when I was talking to Elle about this topic, I said, I think it's a pretty good topic for Khalil because 
she just had pretty much some instant fame, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And people went and started creating a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. What was it called? I, I know. I know Kalia. But that was actually created by people that I actually do know. Uh, that was okay. Okay. It's the the inboxes that you get at 1.30 in the morning mm. asking you to come sing at some birthday function. For free. For free. Or, <laughs> like I wish or two would. days from when they asked you. And it's like... I get it. I get it. I understand. People are people and I accept people, but it's like social media and the way it's structured and built and the way people interact on social media today, it really makes them feel like they know you in real life and they can just kind of come at you any kind of way. Yeah. And it's like, but you don't know me in real life and I'm actually not this friendly. <laughs> that part. So it's like, I, I am, I'm, I am a friendly person. I'm a nice person. I know how to be social. I know how to be cordial. But I'm not one of those people who appreciates people just randomly walking up on you yeah. or just being too comfortable. And, and as a woman, that's, that's, that's an uncomfortable situation for a woman, I'm especially, you, you know. And I've, it's, it's, it's a whole thing for me. So when they just kind of approach you in your inbox, <laughs> just on some foolishness, it's like you, you are really being very familiar. Like you really think you know like, me right listen, now. If you wanted to go to Publix to order a cake and you would give them more time to do something than to ask me I would like to that perform, same then you already know you out of pocket, right? Like, you had to at least give somebody a two-week time frame of before you ask them to perform. As much yeah. advance notice as at possible. At the very least, I would say, at the very least. And that's like you coming in with the favor, like, oh my God, it's two weeks, please God help me, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. that Give people notice. That's, that is one of my biggest yeah. frustrations with, with social media. It makes people feel like, they mm. really do know you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Especially guess, yeah. your dynamic because it's a show, you know, The Voice is a voting show. Mm-hmm. So people probably, uh, do people they feel, feel like they invested. owe you? They like feel they, like invested. You, like, yeah. like you got this far because of me, uh, right? Like, they feel invested. and But, you know, at the same time, it's like I have an appreciation for those people who have followed me so long and even yeah. for the people who just found out who I was. I appreciate the fact that they follow and they engage and interact Yeah. yeah. because it's like if they didn't, I wouldn't, you know, there would be not a, a whole big point to what I'm doing because the, the point is to share your gift with other people. Yeah. yeah. It's just I don't want people to get I don't want people to cross that boundary mm-hmm. of follower, supporter to friend yeah. and family members like I don't really know you in real life I appreciate yeah. our interactions on social media yeah but there is a certain thin line absolutely there. there's a balance unless I there's invite you out yeah directly unless we then, actually converse yeah, and get to yeah. know each other outside of social media then don't think that you yeah. you know me and I, I can be I can be that bit of a Facebook comedian at times because I'm just a goofy person. Right. Yeah. So sometimes my personality does shine through on social media and people relate to that and they gravitate to that. Mm. I, I appreciate it. Just girl, we just had a key, key, key. That's it. That's it. <laughs> like that's that's really it. I was right. telling somebody the other day, uh, my friend yesterday, I was like, I wanna be like I, I wanna be known. I want to make money, but I don't wanna be known Kanye known. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna be that famous. Like I want like I wanna be able to go out to fucking dinner. And not be disturbed. And not be disturbed. Yeah. Right. Unless a like, random person ran, hey, you such and such, can I get... Yeah, cool. You know what I mean? But I don't I want I don't want that pressure. I don't want I want to still have my own life. It's a lot. I just want you to know? still be able to go outside looking busted without yeah. it being a problem. But for someone who's who's a singer, entertainer, and who definitely has the talent to be world internationally known, oh, that's you. probably something that you're gonna have to learn how to, to you do. do. You have to learn yeah. how to just 
muddle your way through it and it's it's a very interesting dynamic what about you, you so have another, another one? Oh, i got a few so another one that i hate is um the fake personas that people live online okay first of all why is that my <laughs> next one because we think alike we think alike, right. we think okay. alike. but yes that's but mine's like, probably the opposite of yours go ahead what do you mean it's the opposite because yours is the fake persona that people live but mine's also the people who say that my who who i am on social media isn't me oh about for hate, you yes ah uh, yeah, yeah. so so for me so it, we're opposite yeah so for me it's just what the persona other people put out it's like mm-hmm. and when you know damn well like you know this person mm-hmm. like you, you are know that is not you, your life exactly right, like, but why are you perpetrating right now or like people who who's like who say they, they need a certain kind of they dig a certain kind of way mm. and you know you didn't date them you're like but that ain't you <laughs> that is not you like you toxic as fuck yeah. like what the fuck are you talking oh, about no, right I now I love the like relationship warrior people who are like oh my they're like relationship gurus have you ever dated Hate one it. of them because Hate I it. have and let me just tell relationship you guru? Nah. they're fucking toxic as hell yeah. they use all of that, like that against mm. you in such a manipulative way yes yeah, so I definitely like that cause that's not that's not me like who I am like person I am right now at this table is the exact same person you I am are, on, online you know what I mean and same. so because I don't believe in like trying to portray myself to be something that I'm not and exactly. so I show different sides of me I show the the spiritual side of me mm-hmm. I show the musical side of me I show the freaky side that's just who I am mm-hmm. that way ain't no questions right ain't no mistakes and they say oh you're the same person that you are in person exactly and that's exactly. how it should that's be. how it should be so many people aren't like that though yeah. so you're saying that people so say that you peeve, no no uh, my pet peeve is people who and you'll get this mostly from like the memers like people who post mostly memes and stuff mm-hmm. like that and they'll post like the most disre- it's always the people who post the most disrespectful ass shit it'll be like women are crap and all they're good for is what's between their legs but oh, then wow. they'll still be they'll still like they like to post on the reverse or they like to say oh that's not just me that's not me I just mm-hmm. I just do it for the this jokes this is just entertainment yeah mm-hmm. I just do it for the entertainment I just do it for the jokes and I'm like okay you think bullying is funny that's who you are right yeah. like if you think like talking bad about people in instead of lifting people up is fun that's who you are yeah. like yeah. don't tell me this is not who you truly are cause like I had a guy come into my DM and I looked on I was like okay he's interesting he's cute whatever the case is and so I went and looked at his page and every other meme was so disparaging about women it was Hmm. like women are tricks and women are you know gold diggers it was just so negative Hmm. and so I was like hey you don't seem to have a really good relationship with with women Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I was like you have a lot of negative things to say about them you don't seem to hold them in, in great esteem and his response was oh no 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 I just be posting them for the jokes it's just funny and I'm like, like nah. no that's mm-hmm. that's an actual side of who you are that's yeah. a side of who <laughs> you are yeah. because you find it entertaining and the fact that you find that entertaining says something about who you are yeah. Indeed. so stop with this oh I just do it for the jokes or oh that's not just really me no that's, that's probably who that's you are. That's you. That, that's a, it, and they can only hide that for so long. Yeah. Like, once you start talking to them and getting to it, you understand that's really how they feel. And that's a lot of a lot of it's emo, unhealed emotional trauma. Absolutely. That they mm-hmm. haven't dealt with. You know, yeah. so. If you hate the other gender, it's because you need to, you got some work to do. <laughs> do because the work. You got some therapy to go to because we all know that people are individuals and it's not your gender that's determining, it's your character. You know? Indeed. I have... Um, I have on here DM shaming. Like, I, I hate yes, it. I, I hate it so too. much. The like, screenshots. The screenshots. Like, the screenshots. Like, of, oh. of guys. I guess guys do it, too. 
of like an innocent conversation of someone trying to approach and you Somebody screenshot it and you gonna screenshot it and shame this person. Call him thirsty and uh, yeah. yeah, like I just I just think it's I think it's uncouth. He said, he goes you know. in on this though. Every time somebody posts it, he'd be like, "See this right here? <laughs> this I, why you're single? I, right. like, yeah, single exactly. Fast. Like I understand if someone comes at comes at a woman the Laughs. incorrect way yeah. or sends you a dick pic, unsolicited dick pic, right. whatever. That's free game, right? But if someone genuinely is just approaching you and they're trying to talk to you and you, you don't like, like them, but he, they keep trying and you gonna screenshot it. Look at this, look at this loser. Some some guys just don't get the point. Like, why you got to even sh- show right. that? Looking just, for attention. Just tell them you're not interested. Yeah. To just... me, it's a weird flex. And it, to me, it also indicates that they probably don't get a lot of DMs. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> you don't have, like, if you have people hitting you up in your DM quite a bit, yeah. then you're not like, oh, this guy, this one guy keeps messaging me all the You have multiple of them. You right. know what I mean? So I was like, you're flexing, but the flex is also indicating that that's not really this about your life. This doesn't happen often? Right. You? Exactly. It's weird. You've been waiting for your chance. Ooh, yeah, somebody. Way yeah. to put somebody on blast, haven't you? And then they do the whole. They share, share the whole name and everything. Like yeah. if you're gonna, if you're gonna show a conversation, it, yeah. at least take the person's name. But just don't out do it. it. I'm with you, know? Fiona, like, yeah. and I, we, we've there's this group called the White List, and so it's like a, it used to be exclusive, but it's kind of opened up now. It's still exclusive. Oh, is it? Well, yeah. Oops. Hey guys. <laughs> um, no, I mean it's not. Everyone know. People know about it. People, if you're in the like, Bay Area, before you could, it, it was secret. You yeah. know. And so people would always like post in there about like screenshots of people in their DMs. It's Jay would always like lose it. his mind. Like stupid. this is just stupid. It's but immature. I think, I think it's immature. I think it's an immaturity. Of, I think so like too. I would never date a woman who can easily try to shame another person. But mm-hmm. I'm like, why? What is the point? It's a man showing interest. Like, isn't that what they're supposed come, to do? Come, my thing is, if if you are that quick and that easily to post your personal conversations and what are you going to do when we're together right. and there's you're an actual that, problem yeah like you're going to tell all my shit if you I look on everything? Facebook yes, and you ask yes, him Facebook would. about exactly. an argument that we had oh yeah. it's over <laughs> I think it's a weird sense of um um putting the other person down to make yourself Self-filming. feel better Absolutely. that's really what that is it's a confidence Absolutely. booster for yeah. them it's a brag it's like listen yeah. guys just, <laughs> look at me you know yeah. I, mm, I can say what I'm gonna say I'm it's gonna attention seeking yeah. it's very yeah, attention seeking another interesting thing so recently Jay y'all Jay has gotten in trouble I didn't mm. get in trouble actually I had way more people on there that supported what I was posting than Good. I was that the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. So Jay posted, Mister. I don't like screenshots. He just posted a screenshot. That's why I bring it up. But it was from a Tinder, a Tinder from message. a Tinder account, okay. and he didn't make any like nobody know who who it was. Mm-hmm. So old girl was asking him what his height was. She said, "Yeah, she said, how tall are you?" Right, and his response was. I'm five nine. I'm five nine. How much do you weigh? How much do you weigh? I saw that post and I kept scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> and that is my typical response. If I don't agree or I just but, don't have the energy to fully but, engage, I keep scrolling. Here's the thing. I, I when I post certain things, I post with the intention of knowing that it's going to draw a lot of traction. Yes, right. And, and and a lot I mean, of you do have a whole you know? podcast, so I'm pretty sure right. doing that helps give you content. And as I will well. post in the link of the podcast there in there. You go. And yeah. so it was double meaning behind it. There you go. Right. But I didn't talk about the woman in a negative way. Mm-hmm. I, I showed my responses to it. And a lot of people, oh, you're insecure about it. I said, no. Like, I date women that's taller than me. I've dated a woman that's six foot one. 
Like, I don't care. So about here's that. my question. Since I'm on your show, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I didn't respond on social media. Let's respond now. Yes. Let's respond now in yes. real life. Okay. How does height equate to weight? All right, so what is the correlation? Help me connect I know, the dots. I know a lot of women like to think that a man obviously can't change his height, but a woman can change her weight, and that's absolutely and true. So that was your thought process in the way you responded. So I responded in okay. the sense that a lot of women are self-conscious about their body issues and their body weight because of society, mm-hmm. and the same thing could be said that a lot of men are self-conscious about their height mm-hmm. and their body issues because of society. And to if you can if you're going to openly ask a man about his height, then it's open season apparently on asking how how much you weigh. Now I knew it was a petty response, right? I knew that. Of course that. you did. You're a smart right. man. Yeah. And so <laughs> but my my thing was like this this is a question that some men we had the conversation. Mm-hmm. If a guy that's 5'5", five, five, he's going to feel like he ain't shit. If you worried about his height the whole time, and we all have preferences, and I even yeah. said it, I, and I said that in my thing. And like, I think I can't speak for all women. Mm-hmm. I'll speak for myself. I think it is a matter of preference because yeah. some women really admire height on a man, mm-hmm. and it gives them a sense of I'm security. A girl. Yeah, <laughs> it gives them a sense of security <laughs> around him, mm-hmm. and it, yes. it, help, it helps you to, to not mind. Uh, taking a more docile approach as opposed to being the more aggressive, which some women can be, mm. but it, it kind of helps in that, that, that dynamic of your interaction with the man. Mm. It makes you feel, Oh my God, he's so big and tall and mm. I'm just so short and petite. Yeah. You know, it's like, I think that is how we, that's how most women would view it. I don't yeah. think a woman is viewing it. Like if you ain't such and such, then we can't even holler. Yeah. But it's like at the same time you have to respect the fact that she's putting her preference out there or or feeling hey, out right. where you are. Absolutely. Because it may be a matter of, sir, I don't even want to waste your time if you don't meet the These preferences that I have. And I agree 100%. So let me just figure out what it is so that way we don't waste each other's time because I might not be and, your and, preference either. And I agree 100. percent She yeah. and she was five foot nine. And so, but again. I don't. I didn't care about See, it. And now and she so, may have an issue about her height. And she would. So she, she a, a woman she who's could. five nine. Come on, it's but like. See, I think that the thing is, and I think to his point was that we we give women a lot of grace in their insecurities, and we don't extend those same graces to men. Mm-hmm. Because if she's going to ask a question, I call them elimination questions. It's questions that you ask to eliminate the people who don't meet your requirements, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so why do we act like weight isn't an elimination criteria? Like it's a that preference. weight it's isn't a preference. an issue. Weight is just as much of a preference for men as it as height is for women, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? And so if he's if she's asking and he was five two, he probably would have got eliminated if she's five nine. If he's asking her his weight and she says she's three hundred, I'm going to probably eliminate get eliminated yeah. based on her weight. Mm-hmm. And so it's like if you are going to approach an elimination a question physical requirement about a physical requirement that this person needs to meet for you to to continue to move on with them, right? Mm-hmm. Then you can't be offended when they do the same. Was she offended? No, which was surprising. Like so, we had, the other people were. Other people, her. other people were. But it was funny, weird, because most of the people who were offended on that post were big girls. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to go out there and say, well, you're offended because you're a big girl. Right. Like, But I, I can see the correlation why you would be offended by, it, right. by this question. But I also, you should also be able to see why I could be offended by the question of you asking me my height. Now, granted, I don't care. I, I, 
Like, like I'm a very confident five foot nine. Like yeah. I don't have an issue with dating Those tall women. Those questions are only an issue yeah. if you have an issue with Absolutely. yourself, right? If you if you have if you're five five and you're confident in your five five, and someone asks you, you're not gonna stun on it. It's like I'm five five as it is what yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. If you one seventy or one sixty or whatever the weight you are, and they ask you and you answer and you feel comfortable with your weight. It's gonna not it's gonna not be gonna an bother issue. You. It's only an issue yeah. if it's a something that you're insecure. So about. people have preferences. Like, I understand Indeed. that. So it's just more of a that was a this very a interesting standard. discussion though. And it yeah. was three hundred both ways, right? And it ended up being three hundred comments on there again. So again, mm-hmm. the goal is to engage in conversation and, and traffic. They was going and off on him. Um, so one thing Aww. I did, uh, one other thing I had one here. So I didn't I didn't think I would ever say this, but I'm sick of all the skin that showed just for likes. I see men showing dick prints on purpose. Oh my god. I see women showing camel toe on purpose just for likes. And I, and I, I'm over it. I think when you're in that mood and want to see that shit, that's fine. Right. But not when you just open up your, your phone and go like to an now, address everywhere. I'm like, I'm over sick sex, over it. The over sexualization, period. Period. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing about how people like their like their bedroom antics before I even know who they are. Yeah. It's like every post is, oh, do you deep throw or do you spit or do you swallow? Or, you know, people like. asking you people, that? Like, no, but oh, just oh. general post. Oh, 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 general oh, oh, post. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. wait a minute, we have know, a deeper whoa. issue here. Okay. <laughs> like, don't try me like that, y'all. Y'all ain't coming in my game like that. But I'm like, you'll see damn. these in groups. You'll see all these questions in groups, and you're like, yeah. why are you, first of all, why are you even posting this? B, why are y'all even responding to this? Like, I'm over the over-sexualization. People are desensitized yeah. to that whole conversation. Yeah. So it's like, like he said, when you're in the mood to see it, it's fine, but it's yeah. like, you don't even get a chance to be in the in mood, the mood it's because bad. it's always in your face. Yeah. Always. Nothing is saved for the imagination the anymore. The dick print is for real. Have you guys been seeing this period oh. challenge? Yes. Yeah, and I've they switched the, I'm sick of the it. eye to the... You know what? I, I, okay, so here's a frustration. Yeah. To piggyback off of that. Yes. When people will post the the sexually explicit photo with mm. like a deep thought as yes. the caption. It'll be like the big yes. oh. in the caption. Oh. Like, it'll be like you just wanted to show your titties. You just wanted to show like, your titties. I'm like, I don't even see your quote. All I see is ass cheeks. That's it. Like That's what's the point? All they're focusing on. No one yeah, cares. No one cares. And about then the, that. the the sub point to that is the people who come in the comments and acting as though they're not paying attention yeah. to the photo. They're yeah. like, Yes girl, that is so deep. I feel you. Like shut up. Yeah. Like, we're all staring Cut at your out. print, okay? Uh, you did like, not read that quote for real. Stop it. Yeah, and it's so easy. Stop Even like on, it's starting to happen on TikTok. I see it a lot on Instagram, but I'm starting to see it on TikTok a lot. It's like women will just be doing a dance, but they're they're pulling their shorts up so it's nice and tight, and all of you all you see is their pussy. Yeah. Like who cares about the dance at this point? No, no one's one cares. looking at the dance. All they gonna do is give you. It's just it's, so I'm just over when you're in the mood to see it fine but i think it's just i'm over seeing it everywhere want to feel validated and if all they have to offer is their nice fit plump body then mm-hmm. that's what they're going to put out there because mm-hmm. they don't have any other assets to offer and the I world or maybe they do however they like the response they get absolutely from yeah. you know the you know they like the attention again because people are lonely people we are more lonely on our last podcast we're talking about how people are more lonely than they've ever than been ever even been. though we have the most means to communicate and connect we are the loneliest generation so they need need some kind of kind of attention you got another one Kalia um, if not I got a couple more then I think on. the last one I had was uh People who wouldn't normally have a platform to voice their opinions, mm. social media has given them that platform. Yeah, that's so frustrating. I'm like, you got the dumbest piece of. It's like uh, everyone has an opinion. Whether you should always voice your opinion, 
questionable. It's yes. very questionable. Yeah, Sometimes absolutely. I feel like certain opinions need to just be kept to yourself absolutely. or share them amongst close friends and family who actually know you as a yeah. real person. Yeah. But why do we feel the need to just voice our opinion on everything? Everything. And not only voicing it, but then attacking others who disagree with mm. it. And I have one that kind of like piggybacks on that, which is the victimization. It's like people will do something. Listen, everybody has freedom of speech. You have the right to say, well, at least in America, you have the right to say whatever you want. However, I have the right to respond. Yeah. I have the right to feel some type of way, right? So you have the right to say it doesn't mean that controls my response. Yeah. And so people will be like, we'll say some hot ass shit. And then be like, oh my God, you guys, you guys are taking in so far. I don't understand. It's like, well, what did you expect yeah. when you put it out there? Yeah. That actually happened to me not too long ago. It was a whole discussion. I don't even know how many comments ended up on this post. It was quite ridiculous. But it was a whole discussion on Facebook about black men not protecting black women. Mm. And the mm. question Girl, was... Girl, don't get me started. Listen, mm. so the question <laughs> was asked to me yeah. and one other woman was tagged because the person who, who made the post saw where we had had... Uh, other discussions on yeah. Facebook or made other posts about this topic. And he was curious to know our expounded opinion upon it. Like yeah. he wanted to understand why we felt that way. Yeah. Right. So he tagged the two of us. Okay. And so we commenced to responding and let's giving him examples. It. Like, let's talk it out so you can understand. And thank you for asking because you actually give a damn. Appreciate it, sir. Mm -hmm. And so someone who I actually know in real life the worst? Mm. came into the comments mm. and was basically like, downplaying or belittling what we were saying mm -hmm. and it's like sir he asked the women yeah if you disagree that's totally fine 100. or if you don't yeah. understand our perspective about it that's yeah. totally fine but coming into the comments to attack what we're saying or belittle what we're saying is actually perpetuating the yeah, problem absolutely. you are actually giving absolutely. us an example absolutely. of what the hell we're talking about we had because, a whole yeah we had a whole ass conversation episode on that right dude yeah. and and the fact that you know me in real life and have known me for years right and that for you part. to come in the comments and be so just like di flat out disrespectful i was like i always what? say black men are like always the first ones like i don't know anybody who's disrespectful i don't know anybody who like will do that and we, like, we said over and over if if you don't fit this description, then you just you. don't fit the description. Right. Yeah. It ain't about However, you. as a whole, this is an actual problem within our culture, community. our community. So if if you don't fall into that, then great. Then great yeah. Thank you for not being that. But that doesn't mean ten other people in your circle aren't Are like doing that. it. That's true. You might not see it, but it's happening, and we're telling you it's happening. But you're telling us it's untrue. Yes. How how does that work? I think that uh, going back to your earlier, earlier point, we're talking about. Um, people posting their opinion mm -hmm. i was what astonishes me is how many people will agree yes. with with the crazy opinion or belief like flat earthers oh my gosh i'm like i can't even like i don't even understand they're and yeah, they be so strong with their wrongness so strong with their wrongness I yeah can't. it is surprising sometimes to see how many people agree with something that's but, like yeah. off the wall but yeah. then i realized like education and standards and stuff like that is not it's not as universal as we think. We think that the conspiracy theories are so real out here. I have like gone through two education systems. So I was in New York education system and then I came into Florida's education system. Mm. And I will say state by state, the education systems are wildly 
wildly different. different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even in New York, from borough to borough, quite frankly, the education standards are wildly different. Yeah. And, you know, so it's like we all think that we're all on this universal education plan in the United States when that's not the truth. We yeah. don't all learn the same things. No, and not so at all. because of that, there's just some, some lack of. Yeah. Well, we already know history is always going to be whitewashed and people. Absolutely. So my last thing is, do y'all watch your digital screen time? Given how much we dislike certain things about social media, have any of you been watching your digital screen time? I think during this whole pandemic quarantine situation, I have. It actually helped me to realize how much time I spend on social media Mm. and then try to replace that time with something productive. Yeah. Or at least give it effort. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I would say right before... Um, this whole COVID thing happened, I was mindful. I even had it on my phone because you can set up on your Android mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. limit how much you're on Facebook or Instagram. But I will say since it's pretty much where I get my interaction mostly, what, you know, what, Instagram, um, social media. Oh, okay. Um, I've definitely, it's me. I'm like, I've, I've recent, recently been like, okay, I need to put down the phone a little bit more because I realize I'm on it way too much. It's too such an easy you don't even realize it. And this is how I know when it's become a problem is I'll delete it off my phone altogether and you won't realize how many times you reach for it. There'll mm-hmm. be so many times I reach for it without even thinking yeah. to just pull up Facebook or just to pull up Instagram and it's not until I delete it off my phone where I'm like... You catch yourself. Yeah, like this! Like this is ridiculous. Like you really didn't... Because you were. I wasn't even thinking. I wasn't even like... I just had my phone in my hand just automatically goes to pull it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's definitely... We we, we have definitely developed a, a habit for these apps and social media platforms. I know for me, I recently just decided to, like, really pay attention to uh, my digital screen time. But to focus on the platform that's showing me the more, the more benefit, right? I used to be on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, all these things. I'm trying to build all these things. I was like, man, I'm on here way too much. Yeah. And so... I basically, over the last few months, I've gotten rid of Snapchat. I've gotten rid of, uh, I really, I don't post on Instagram anymore because I, I feel like in order to build a brand, Facebook and Instagram have pretty much already been matured, tapped, tapped out. Unless you have a really big success on TV or something to build mm-hmm. following. And so I cut back on all that. Even Facebook, I cut back a lot. Now I'm only on TikTok, but I'm only on TikTok because it's been showing me the most growth, mm-hmm. right? I've been on it three months. I'm at 9,700 followers, right? Wow. And so for me, it makes more sense for me to put my time and energy into that platform. So I've cut back other things because, again, we are addicted to it and you can be so much more productive doing things you love. Yeah, that's true. I think when you apps. when you have some sort of platform, um, social media in this day and age is pretty much required. You gotta, you gotta have it's it. It's mandatory. You gotta have it. Because that's where you're gonna be able to reach the largest amount of people at one time. Yeah. Um, it is important to remember you're an actual human being and you have an actual life outside of social media, so you have to kind of gauge it and space it out however it fits your life. But I think when you have a platform, consistency is key. Absolutely. Um, And paying attention to your target audience is key, knowing when they are the most active. Mm -hmm. So you can also be active at at those those same times. times. Mm -hmm. So that way you're not spinning wheels and just like feeling like you're always grasping Mm -hmm. for people to pay attention to what you're posting. Yeah. When you focus in and like really hone in on who is my target audience, when are they most active, that's when I need to be most active. So that way you're not spending so much time time on social media trying to reach them absolutely 
That's so funny because I actually am friends with somebody who's pretty big in social media and she doesn't even keep it on her phone. Oh, yeah. Literally, wow. she has like thousands of followers, thousands and thousands and thousands, and she does not even keep it on her phone. I was like, what? I mean, once She's you once you, once you build it or get it up, I mean, it almost runs itself yeah. for the most part. So, well, that was some interesting. So let's end it on a positive note. What's, okay. what's one what's thing you love about social yeah, media? Yeah, I was going to say, what's something you love about it? I will say the thing I love about social media is the fact that it's so easy to connect with so many people, mm-hmm. right? Like, I've built so many friends and associates and networks with people that I might not have ever came in contact with if it hadn't been for social media mm-hmm, yeah. and it's just even with the fact like um like like on facebook for example like i have befriended people because of other people's facebook posts where we're sitting there talking i'm like oh man this person seems pretty cool mm-hmm. they've been sitting facebook and now you're friends and friends. then you're friends like yep. we hang out and so it's like, i'm thankful for that for because it has made the world so much more accessible mm-hmm. yeah right so i'm very thankful for that i appreciate that about social media I say I definitely I made real life friends like Jay and I are friends from social media. Um, so that but also the ability to watch my aunties and uncles fight. Really? I mean, it gives me so much joy in my heart, you know, because they're all petty. Yeah. And so Sounds they like, like to, a good time. I mean, it is everything. It is like what happens at Christmas, but you can get it all year round. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so my aunties and uncles legitimately are right now fighting on uh, Facebook. And it's it's the fun kind of fighting, yeah. guys. It's the fun, like, family, like, banter. I'm, banter, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. stunting on you in my little, in my new car, uh-huh. you know, that has has heated seats unlike yours that don't like yeah. you know it's, like, it's the stupidest or my grandchild just came to see me way last time your grandchild came mm. to see you <laughs> you know like like the stupid stuff yeah. right that's funny hilarious yeah it, i am there for it i like to chime in i like to ante it up a little bit every once in a while like i see your uncle right. the, the heated seats are crucial in winter i feel you, you sir. gotta amp them up a little bit right you gotta amp them up i'm like oh you know who didn't come last weekend to come see their grandchild mm, just a thought i'll be laughing when i see my mama posts and stuff and doing something I'm like i forget look I'm at my mom. mama look at my mama out there living her best life I mean, like, like what who are you like, I'm, like i don't even like we never, we're not the family that talk every day, mm-hmm. right? And so sometimes I don't even know what, what's uh, going what's on. What's going on? And so I like some of my mom in Orlando. I was like, <laughs> my mom and her boyfriend in Orlando, okay, taking goodness. pictures at, so at, at, at SeaWorld. I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay. So it's not all bad, you know. Yeah, like seeing, right. seeing. What about and, you? Yeah. What's a good one for you? I think uh, from the artist side, being able to gain followers and supporters that you may not yeah. necessarily be able to reach without social media. Social Absolutely. media is, it has a very broad reach. So it helps you gain followers and listeners and supporters. And I appreciate all of it. All you need is a share. And speaking of shares, you can find all T no shade podcasts on Instagram at all T no shade podcasts, no spaces, no underlines. You can find us on Facebook at all T no shade. That's our page. We also have a group called all T no shade podcasts and friends. Kalia, where can they find you? Again. At Kalia Lene. That is K-H-A-L-E-A-L-Y-N-E-E. <laughs> Right, and you can find them on Instagram and Facebook under both. Yes? Yeah, Instagram, I think it's Kalia underscore Lene. Mm-hmm. Facebook is just Kalia Lene. And yeah, those are the only two platforms I'm actually active on. The two major ones. <laughs> yes. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into 
unsolicited advice. Well, let me give you a little advice. What? That. So, Kalia, this is when we act like the internet's therapist uh, <laughs> because they like to bring their problems Indeed. to the world. To the world. And so, we, we as the world would like to respond. I love it. <clears throat> we are not professionals. We are not psychiatrists. By any means. <laughs> By any means. We may give you bad advice. <laughs> do, I mean, it's do not, not on purpose, but. Do not is. follow any of these advice and you know, come blame us. Take it with a grain of salt. That's right. Yes. We, this is our disclaimer right here, right now. Do you, boo? That's the disclaimer. <laughs> All right. So, first one this is from a Mr. Nathan Ryans. He goes, the person I'm dating is too good to be true. She's been through a lot of crap, but haven't we all? She always has an uppy personality, and she's such a good person. She has a lot of female friends. She's beautiful. She's financially stable. She has her life together. She sounds good. Where's okay. she at? Sounds she, awesome. She sounds too good to be true. <laughs> she goes, he goes, except her ex-boyfriend keeps trying to get back with her. Of course. She's mm. open with me about this crap and even sent me screenshots of her telling him they've been broken up for over five months and she doesn't want him back. So I know where she stands with that. Mm, five months. That's we met early. Mm-hmm. She's like, we met a month after she broke up with her ex and she's over him and she proved it. He doesn't say how. <laughs> but, you know. Thank you for that. Okay. And she goes, she and I have a lot in common. common our personalities even go together. Anyway, I'm feeling like she's just too good to be true. I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. You know, Unfortunately, a lot of people feel like there's always got to be another shoe that drops, right? It's like a self-sabotage kind of thing. And I don't think it's always the case. Maybe you found your soulmate. Maybe you found your soulmate. Maybe she is the woman the woman for you. Right. Sometimes, like I was, I was talking about on TikTok, actually, that in love, for whatever reason, we've decided that we have to follow the path of it most resistance. It has to be painful. Like, it has to be yep. tough. And like the person that's right in front of your life, who's the easiest chemistry, we're like, no, it's too, good, no, to it's too good, good to be true. We're sisters. We're brothers. It's yeah, like, just, you know, there's no spark there. If the spark um, is, is, is turmoil and hostility, then that <laughs> is not the spark. Right. I would be concerned. For me personally, this is just me. Like, I would be concerned that it's only been like five months. That breakup does sound rather fresh. You know? And they start talking a month after yeah. they broke up. So, you know. But it could be a situation it of could be. she she was just sick of it and, and I'm just going to go on to break up with you and move on with my That's life. True. She might genuinely be over That's him. True. And what I will say is a lot of women, when they leave, it's because they are good and, good and gone. Yeah. gone. They've already exited the relationship before you guys have broken up. In most cases, yes. Right. I think he just needs to give it some time. It's like he's why is he doubting it? Like what's he yeah. doubting it? What's going I would on? Why is it doubt? Two things, Mister Mister Nathan Ryan. Uh, one thing is, um, isn't that what your soulmate supposed to look and feel like? Right? It's supposed to be natural. It's supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be good. So don't be looking a good thing in the in the mouth. But also the second thing is, you're five months in. You don't know this bit. Right. Right. Like you Y'all haven't really don't know each you other. You really yeah. haven't you don't right now everything is she's showing you honeymoon is good, right? Yeah. But you don't necessarily know that to be true. And I only say that to say don't put her on such a pedestal about to say the same thing. where you, you think that she's perfect because you haven't gotten to the place where you know her yeah. all sides of all her. sides of her yet to do that. So you might put her on this pedestal and, and put her in a place that she can't meet. There I remember I was dating this woman and we like we hit it off. Like it was great. That's we had the a great best. we had a when great time. On. And then at, after about the six or seven month period, whole energy just changed. Like mm-hmm. everything changed. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, she was like, you know, she she's like, well, you're not the, the same person anymore. I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, I'm the same person I was the day one that you, that you met me. I said, something else has changed where you now it's not okay with you. Right. Right. It's like, I'm, I've never, I'm still the same guy, but maybe now the honeymoon period's over. Mm-hmm. And now that I... Now you're seeing me with real glasses is, instead of your rose color. And then you feel some kind of way about it. Right. Right. So to your point, it's like to her point, it's like five months. Like, come on. Like, give it time. Give it time. Give it time. Now, people indeed. people jump so quick in relationships. And sometimes it works out. There's no proven method. Sprung. I think he's sprung and he's been bit before and badly. he's scared. Yeah. Most people are scared for sure. Indeed. Yeah. yeah I think the, the issue is more him than her. Agreed. Yeah. It might not even be another <laughs> shoe to drop. So. All right, guys. Um, so the second one comes from Anonymous. And he goes, my girlfriend and I have been together. Here's, I'm just Sometimes I get into these moods, right? You've been doing all guys lately. I know, because fuck these hoes. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend and I have been together for five months. Here we go again. When we, I don't know. It's like these periods, right? When we first started dating, I told her I still talk to my ex once in a while because of her kids. She hated it, so eventually I stopped talking to my ex for her. Recently, I was laying in bed while she was asleep, and her watch lit up, and I saw a message from a guy saying, I love you and miss you. I was curious, so I opened it up and found out it was one of her exes, and she talked to him a lot. Mm. A lot of it was inappropriate, in my opinion, talking about the relationship and hanging out and weighing whether or not to get back together. She never told me she was friends with or talked to her ex, even though I had told her about mine. Mm. She broke up with me at one point for a few hours before asking me to take her back. I later saw that she told him she thinks she ran back to me because she was scared to try again with him. Mm. That would have been for me honey unfortunately <laughs> this isn't the only guy she talks like this through other quote unquote friends of her she talks about hanging out cuddling and watching movies not mentioning that she has a boyfriend oh she has some boundary issues after I told her and we fought about it I decided to stay with her since she was she, since she didn't technically cheat I guess that's interesting she talk, she, questionable she putting, the, questionable. She putting the feels out there okay. though okay she goes, I don't know, maybe I'm just messed up in the head. But now she's super, super protective of her phone and opening it near me. I don't know what to do. I'm sure she's still doing it because she said she won't stop talking to her ex because they're best friends. Am I being paranoid or do I have something to worry about? Yes, you do know what to do. Motherfucker, if you do not get your ass out this terrible, toxic relationship. You do yeah. know what to do, sir. Yeah. And it sounds like she's uh, a bit immature. Yes. Uh, there's a huge double standard there. Huge. Where you can't talk to your ex, but she can talk to hers. And yeah. now they're best friends. Yeah, right. You were that. you wanted to talk to your ex, not even to talk to your ex, but because you, were, you got connected to their kids. Mm-hmm. So you were talking to your ex just to talk to the kids. She's talking to her ex just to talk to her ex. Right. Yeah, I, that's that's definitely a bad She's situation. Dump her yeah. uh, again. <laughs> Dump her again. Dating, dating, right? It's stupid. I, it? I had, I was dating this girl, it? and she was like, um, she had this ex, the guy she dated prior to me, mm-hmm. her best friend. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be able to hang out with him, right? Listen, all her. your exes are your best friends, guys. Come on. And so I was like. I said, I said no. I said I'm not comfortable with that. Like, why would you want to hang out with your ex? Right. Like, one on one? No. She called me a hypocrite. She called me a hypocrite because I had a friend who I had dated, mm-hmm. but we're in a relationship. But she was still part of my circle. I was like, look, you know what? I'll compromise. I said this person was part of my life before you and I met. I said so. I won't hang out with her one on one. But if I have events or whatnot, I was still going to invite her out, and you obviously you can come as well. 
I was like, all I ask is that you don't hang out one-on-one with your ex. Mm-hmm. Right. So, long story short, after we broke up, guess who was the first dude she fucked? Of course. Of course. But I'm I'm a hypocrite? Right. Like, no, it's just a bad situation. No, it's because like, he you want your it. cake to eat it, too. The only time that yeah. I'm talking to my ex while I'm talking to someone else is because I'm literally... In an unhappy space. In an unhappy space, and I'm also like the only reason I'm talking to my ex is we're waiting whether or not we're going to get back together. Yeah, I mean, we're still interested. There's no point else. There's no point else. They're like, oh my ex, all of your exes were your best friend at at one one point. point, Like, hello, that's what you give up when you break up. Is that best friend relationship that also had sex involved, right? Yeah, for sure. That's why y'all broke up. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on. To my least favorite segment. This should be your most favorite segment. Another right? least favorite segment. I have she's multiple. A, she's a hater. This, this is a good one. This is <laughs> well, a good one. She has multiple. I do. Only because she typically... But you won last week against Daphne. I guess. Though. Whatever. <laughs> Don't be a hater all your life. I'm going with someone in the music industry. So, like... That doesn't mean she's going to... That doesn't she's mean she's going to be good. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Okay. First of all, you are a PK. Because <laughs> that was the most PK response ever. Bless you. Bless All you right, Sipper. It's time for that sounds familiar, aka that sounds about right. Where it I play sounds. six songs about right. for the table. You are going against L. L's going against you, and you're going against the Sippers who are going to be listening to the episode. Mm. You need to know the name of the artist or the name of the song. I've already lost. Can be either or. Can oh, either either or. or. Okay. Either or. If you had said both. No, either or. Either One or. or. The okay. Before as soon as you don't have to wait. Okay. If you know it, as soon as you hear it, shout it out. Okay. You see, you felt that shade? I you felt feel the, it. The palm tree? I did. What are you okay. talking about? What, are you mm-hmm. t- what shade are you talking about? I'm just talking about your little palm tree. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that. It's all tea. No shade. I just have easier rules in my segment. That's all. Mm. Oh, is that, is that true? I don't have to wait till I'm done. Just a shade, shady <laughs> McShadester. <laughs> all right. So these songs will, uh, in this episode will range from the oldest one, is 1995 but i will give you the year when i play it okay this first one is actually pretty easy can i just get some just some holes in this no, house no you might get that one so i got one, that it's actually pretty easy so i'll be surprised if you do not know it this came out in 2000 all right 2000 i'm good in the 2000 year boy uh, let's see Missy Elliott? No. 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 Whoa. Correct. Correct. <laughs> this is Black Rob. This was such a good song, though. Listen, was. I was in love with this song. I'm actually mad that he's not still rapping. I know. What happened to you now? I think he went to jail for a Yeah, I think he did go to jail. Whoa. That would be... Whoa. That, are they doing the woe to this at all? You know the woe is... Thing. I they doubt it. Though. They should so though, right? That yeah. That's my next TikTok right there. <laughs> we need to yeah, do you that. Do Let's it. do that yeah, before like, you guys leave. Let's do that on, on TikTok. Oh man, Together. I used to love that song. All right, that's so. Kalia got that one. All right, this next song came out in 1995. 1995. Brian. No. The intro doesn't even sound familiar. I know. But you'd be surprised. They start singing. You'd be like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I had to try to choose a song for this person. In Vogue. Baby Face. Is that Mariah Carey? Mariah Carey. Ooh, it's, so, it's so low. <laughs> She's not her high, her high right. voice. She definitely has that low register, though. It's called Melt Away. 
it's the way she sings. It's it's her uh, enunciation. Yes. That's what makes her voice so recognizable. You remember the song now? No. No. This is on her very first Plus album. Rainbow. Wow. First album. Maybe not her first one. It came out in... Uh, you said 95, 1995. Right? So I think her first one... Actually, her first one. Daydream. It was on Daydream. Dope. All right. So is, is that two? That's yeah. two. It's Baby two. Mariah. All right, now this one's gonna throw both of y'all off. There's some hoes in this house. I'm not playing that. No, no, this one's gonna throw <laughs> you. Throw us just a bone. Or some wop. This came out in two. Throw us just a wop. Throw you some wet ass pussy. I ain't got nothing <laughs> in my back pocket. <laughs> this some hoes. This one came out house. in 2012. I know this. Um, that's Katy Perry. No, it's not. Are you sure? I'm positive, 100%. That's not the name of the song. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. No, you said it first. Just a split second faster. And I should have known that off that because I got to meet her on the show. Oh, did you? Is she nice? Very. Okay. Very. Is it real nice or like it felt genuine? Oh, I love a good genuine niceness. You also met so Usher, right? I should feel bad about Kanye West. Yeah. Uh, what he did to her? I should feel bad Kanye about Kanye is Kanye. You know, okay. you just got to take the good with the bad when it comes to Kanye. That's right. <laughs> the child's all bad right now. No, but she really, she was really sweet. I watched her documentary, and people were going off on her, but I actually loved it. And it was like her talking about, like, all of a sudden, she came out against Trump. She came out, like, and yeah. she hasn't been really political before because that was you know, told, her thing, yeah. told by her record people, like, you sing, you don't. Yeah. And she was like, I felt so strongly that I felt she's like very I talented needed to. Too. And she switched up. I mean, she was straight country at first, and she's yeah. not even country anymore. Someone no, said she, she's like folk, folk now. So she went from like country to pop country to to I folk. Think she's so. like full blown pop now. I wouldn't even call her folk. I would yeah. say she's pop. All right, it's three zips. You need to get this one out. Eek. You, you, you bring white people music up into I it? Switched it up. it up. I switched it up. Okay. Once in a blue moon, I got to put a little bit of white people okay. in there. Once in a blue moon. Last time I put um, some old Tennessee whiskey. You know, there you go. Before. We've done Ed Sheeran before, but we also yeah. know he got a little chocolate heart. Indeed. You know, he got All some right. chocolate soul to him. Y'all going to have to be fast on this one. Oh, damn it. Because this one came out in 2000. 2000. Just okay. got Correct. Duh. Is it the way? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, such a great this song. Come to me, Jill, and tell me things. This is a great song, mm, though. It is. This came out in. What did I say? It came out in. It came in. 2000, you said? 2000. 2000. I had, gradu- I had just graduated high school in 1999. So that's how far. I was just like, you know how they used to do the kings of comedy and queens of comedy? Well, I wish they would do that with music, mm. like the queens of soul, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. I would love like Jasmine Sullivan and Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Well, Jill Scott went against um, Erica Badu in the verses. Did y'all watch Anita Baker? Did y'all watch that one? Absolutely. I didn't First watch of all, it. They took us to church. I heard it was good. I didn't watch it. I, was, I don't know what I was doing. I, think I, I had was a anointed. I was so into these verses. Like, I yeah. love this. 
I just yeah. that's, a, that's a good platform. Some are better than others. And it, you know yeah. what it has told me, Brandy though? Brandy and Monica wasn't that Um, We're great. not going to. Don't do that. That's what we're not do going to do. Because I'm a huge Brandy it was, fan. It was good, but it wasn't. Be honest. Be honest. Be honest, though. I think the shade that was being thrown around the whole time was yeah. what made it super entertaining. Yeah. I was, it was amazing to watch yeah. them throw that much shade and, and still be, be polite. Yeah. Like, that was really Are they cool. friends in real life? They no. Friends. They hate no. each other. They really don't do each other. It is so Classic Brandy and Monica that versus because they were so shady while yeah. being polite. The boy is mine vibes the entire time. The yeah. entire time. But I'm a huge Brandy fan. Me too. And I feel I felt some type of way of how people were second guessing her and downing her like she wasn't like she didn't have a chance at winning the versus. I thought she won. I thought she would she have. Did. I thought she had period. more hits than Monica. Monica was a Monica I was a force though she is for a, a period force, of time. But, but I thought but Brandy, Brandy was playing songs that people genuinely forgot about mm-hmm. and they're like, oh. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, this was a jam. This was a yeah. bomb. It's like, yes, she has hits too. Yeah, at one point, Brandy was actually considered to be the next Whitney Houston. That's yeah. how great she Brandy was. is a force. Like, yeah. vocally, she's a force. Yeah. I'm not going to get into that because I, I can go all day talking about that. I think it's interesting because I think the only reason why people compare Brandy to Monica is because of the feud. Because if you were to look at them honestly from hit to hit, from record to record, I don't think that there's a comparison. There I think isn't. you're comparing, like, the Beyonce of her day yeah. to a. Uh, Ashanti right who would be Ashanti though Monica Monica would be Ashanti like people forget that back in the day Brandy was it who started first though Monica got songs like 1995 when did Brandy start I don't know who officially started first because they both started extremely young very young 13, 14 15 age range because Monica has songs that she was singing when she was like 14. Yeah. yeah super young. Yeah, so they both super came young. out very but Brandy young took around it over. the same time. And can we just also take a moment to think, or not even just a moment to think, but to appreciate the fact that the only reason why there's a competition, honestly, is because Monica's light-skinned, and she can sing, I ain't gonna front, <laughs> right? But Brandy, back in the day, to be that chocolate and to be that on top... Wasn't always considered sexy, that's for sure. Like, she's had to, she had to fight that much harder. We know chocolate sisters have to fight yeah. a little bit harder the, you know the more darker it's you are it's a shame are. they do but it's yeah. a shame it's a truth. but that's the reality but they, they actually did have like they did come to like physical blows oh yeah no they fought they at fought. one point they call her uh, Gunica they call her so Gunica the feud for I mean like, she did knock out that eye for that boy and, indeed uh, okay. and the feud was is like a legit thing oh yeah they, it has yeah. nothing to do with music my, uh, my petty well, moment well I won't say nothing but it's not all about yeah. music yeah my petty moment is there's a clip of Ray J this is also why they said there were a lot of pettiness was happening it's Ray J and like some of his friends on the side like Brandy's side Mm. and he every song that Brandy is doing he's doing the most like he is sinking he is dancing Mm. he's living his best life and you can see like Monica (laughs) looking over Uh. Monica's side is just like Chill. Chill. Everybody probably smoke way too much. And so Before you have they got there. right. So you have Brandy's brother like giving her the most. All right. Let's see if you can make a clean sweep. Oh, well, Last two. You ain't have to. Just come on. Don't. Bring that back come on. Right you can do it. You I can do it. I was in a good mood. I too. see. I, I see. Just, All right. Know? 2016. Two more songs. Who is you? 2016. She might get this one. Child. I don't know. Travis Scott. Kelly Rowland. No. This is nice, though. LMA. Correct. Ooh. Oh, is he on it? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't know what this is, but I like it. People forget that people 
of a, you, you, you would know, but artists have other hits before they blow up, right? And so Ellen May really came on the scene in like 2018. But this has came out in 2016. John Legend wow. being one. His albums before he blew up. Y'all need to go ahead and listen to those He's vocal amazing. libraries. I don't know if I ever listened to his his first one. Woo, child. You All missing right. out. So, last one. Last one. Mm-hmm. It sounds like Bryson Tiller kind of beat, though. It does. What happened to him? I don't even know what happened to him. I think he just released something, actually. So, this is 2020. Clearly, I'm probably not gonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, as soon as I hear the voice, remember, the voice is it future? Chris Brown, correct. She got one. She got you. You let her on the board. You let her on the board. You get that one, but I needed at least one. <laughs> but it's the same way you feel about. Like, I, I, MC, that was the same way she feel about. I got. I got. I got a little bit of empathy. empathy this is this is City Girls by Chris Brown. <laughs> all right, congratulations! Thank you are the winner. That sounds familiar. We're almost done. Cry in the corner. All right, you held your own. It's hard. She's gonna cry. It's hard to hold your own against Why a, a musical put talent. No hoes in the house, though. I don't understand. And no, no holes in his house. All right, what we got next? All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into that's that shit. So that's that ish. What's your ish is basically anything that you really love. In the so moment. what are you feeling right now? It can be anything. It can be food. It can be an outfit. It can be clothes. It can be an experience. It can be whatever you want. I'll go first. Okay. So my shit this okay, week. Okay, man, in a room full of women, you go first. <laughs> sounds, I mean, I'm always. Sounds like the I'm giving our I'm giving man. our guests opportunity to to think about what her shit is for this week. See, look at the thought behind See, that. See, I'm being a gentleman. Do you want to go first, though? No, no, I don't. Exactly. All right. So my ish this week is the show Lovecraft Country. Have y'all watched it? So much about that show. I've seen it. I have not watched. There was that little boy from. Is it just like Mike? And he's grown now, and I don't know how to. uh, Jonathan Major. So starring Jonathan Major as Atticus Freeman and Journey Smollett as Letty Lewis. I love her. I actually like her too. I am. I am a fan of her. Of her as an actress. Um, and it's based on Matt Ruff's novel of the same name, Lovecraft Country. Country, um, Basically, it's about him and her traveling through 1950s Jim Crow America. And so I'm only in like episode three, but they touch on so much black history. And I want to appreciate HBO mm. for like really... Always pushing the boundaries. Pushing the boundaries. Even with... Um, Insecure. Mad... Um, Madman, not Madman. Um, can't think of it, but they always put some Black history in the, these shows lately, and so love to see it. It has the so Lovecraft Country has a lot of Black history in it, but it's also like folklore with like um, uh, magicians mm. and like uh, wizards and stuff ah, like that. One of those. Yeah, and so it can be a little bloody and a little gory, and so but you know it's also it's produced by three major producers you have jordan peele mm. you have jj abram and you have misha green okay who are misha is actually the head producer mm. okay and then jj abrams and jordan jordan peele are like executive producer who help put and you know jordan peele has a slightly dark mind he does but Always. he also pushes the boundaries of like making white people a little uncomfortable with black history mm-hmm. and black facts. But he makes it so good to where you have to watch. Yeah, right. and so that's kind of what Lovecraft Country so is about. To get into and it. So, so far, so good. So that's my shit this week, Lovecraft Country. On All HBO. Right. I'm not watching it on HBO, I'm watching it on my 
bootleg device that probably works. Okay. Well, <laughs> he's not doing that. He's not admitting to anything uh, illegal on our nah, podcast. Right. What's your What's your ish? the lawyer in me i'm like he's not doing that everyone has an amazon fire stick at this point and he gets at it he pays yeah. for it okay um actually i do pay for my it. ish is jack daniel's honey whiskey mm. it has been my ish before but this is the disclaimer um who, remix who, who put you on it who put you on it some light-skinned boy with a big ass head <laughs> wow. I, I would take that i would take that okay so they how have them in cans Cans. Wow. Yes. How convenient. Yes. And so I have become hmm. a picnic chick because I'm quarantining. And that's the best way to social distance. So I'll just go hmm. to the park. It's my little picnic blanket. How big are the cans? Like your normal Coca-Cola can. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. And it's just so Boy, much you get more. lit lit. Okay. Right. It's just so much more convenient to carry than bottles. Yeah. Because it's actually a sipping drink. It's a sipper li- liquor. Yeah. yeah. And so going to the beach or going to a picnic or going out and like not having to deal with the whole bottle aspect is yeah. nice. Just, well, see, That's what's up. I didn't know they had a bottle. So. I learned something new. What'd you say? I said I just carry a flask. So. Well, well, yeah, I got a couple flask. Because you got a can. <laughs> it's just right there and ready. Easily I like that. Where'd you buy it from? You can get them at every like, every liquor store, but I've got mine in Winn Dixie's, like okay. regular. Hmm. I'm all for that. I like I like um, the Honey Jack whiskey. It's a very yeah, that's it's exactly what I got. The Honey yeah. Jack whiskey. It's a sipping. That one. is good. What's your ish this week? Um, well, this week I'll be getting back to my super clean, healthy eating and juicing. Okay, so that's my ish this week. Yeah, um, let it be. But you ain't got no weight right now, so I don't understand. Do weight, rude. It has Second nothing all, to do with weight, health. and I'm thick, so thank you. Oh. Thank you. I was like, you better put some respect on this cornbread booty, honey. Here said, you I'm thick. Um, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Can I push right back in your seat? Okay. I see you're petty, and I raise you a double pay. Yes, you got me. You got me. You got me. Um, no, but I, I have been on this healthy eating journey for a while, and it really has nothing to do with like losing weight or any of that. It's more so. Um, just because I care about my body and I, I want to contribute to my longevity in whatever way I can. Um, and I actually don't lose weight when I eat healthy. It's really? the weirdest thing. And I think it's probably because I eat uh, larger portions <laughs> in order to get that full feeling because I am a eat until I'm full eater. Right. Like I'm greedy all day, every day, have been all my life and probably will be for the rest of my life. Mm. So when I'm eating healthy and clean, I still eat a lot. Yeah. So I'm still able to maintain my weight, but I feel better when I eat better. So your, your body's getting good fuel. Yeah. So the last couple of weeks I've been kind of cheating a little too much. Mm-hmm. Mm. So my ish this week is getting back. It's on so that easy saddle. on Corona. But you know, I, I bought a really good juicer. I went ahead and made the investment, bought a really good juicer. Okay, how much did you expect? Because every time I look at juicers, I feel like my wig got pushed back real it, quick. It, my I did lose one side of my edges, just okay. a little bit. But just it's grown they light, back. They light. I got some black cast They're oil. Sparse, you want. Okay. But they've grown back because I saw that it was a good investment for me because I, I actually do juice often. Yeah. And this more expensive juicer made it easier and actually enjoyable. Mm. Like it made me want to use it every day. So I feel mm. like I'm getting my money's worth. But it's, it's how a much way, you dropped. It was like 400. Ooh, we 
way. That's just, a serious investment. Just a whole. And because I spent that much, you, gotta bitch, you better it. be juicing right. every single That's day, right. a couple times. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I even went so far as to go on Amazon. I ordered these plastic bottles <laughs> with the caps. Yes. And I will juice like a whole bunch and then pour them in my little jug, my little bottle or whatever. Mm. Put them in the fridge. Yep. Mm. And it makes me feel like I just went to the convenience store and picked up a healthy juice. Nice. Okay, that's true. <laughs> nice. But I be looking at them juices every time. I be like, oh, that's cute. But that's- when you think about it, you go in the store, the healthier juices, they're like $4, yeah. I go to a tropical smoothie all the time and spend over they're $6, $6 yeah. $7 on so one drink. You go yeah. ahead and drop whatever on a good juicer and then make them yourself. You're going to get mm-hmm. your money money's worth. worth. Yeah. True. Easy. That's what's up. All right. Anything for the final sip? No, what, what was your... Um, when was your YouTube, not your YouTube, your Facebook Live event happening again? October 16th. All right, October 16th. And they can find the link on your band's page or your your page? It'll be on mine too, but uh, on the Hot Mess Band page. And again, that's H-O-T-T. Right. M-E-S-S. Gotta add an extra T for the ancestors. Yes, you have to. Because H-O-T will actually take you to another band named Hot Mess. All right, it's H-O-T-T. Okay. When you see a whole bunch of black folks on the cover photo, that's that's us. how you that's know. It. That's how you know. Do you have a final sip for the week? I was, but for the sake of time, no. All right, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring it up in the next episode. <laughs> All right, with that, I'm gonna go ahead and call this sip session done. Holla. Blessings, y'all.